going on? So today we are back with another episode of Music or Hideout, the show where we hang out with artists, musicians, and entertainers in Waylon Jennings' old basement studio. As always, I'm gathered here with Ryan Poole, who I'll pass it to to introduce the guest. Today our guest is Taryn, just Taryn, no last name, an enigma, and she is an artist originally from Cleveland, Ohio, now here in Nashville, Tennessee, doing music and uh, attending Belmont University. Yeah. And we're going to get into all that, and we're going to have her play tonight, and we're going to hear everything. Before we do that, what are we drinking? We are drinking Disc Insider. Bob's Your Uncle is, I think, the brand. Am I wrong? Sure. sure. I think you're okay. right. Yeah. But no. this is a local Nashville, right? This is local, is local to Nashville, and that's important. Support your local small businesses, especially the alcoholic ones. It's the best kind. <laughs> it's really, really good, though. I can attest. I've drink, drank a lot of cider in my day, and this is definitely up there. It is. I have another kind from them in there as well. I don't remember what it was. Cherry bourbon age Ooh. something, or I don't know. Ooh. There's a bunch. Yes, Diskin and Cider we'll get Floppy. There. D-I-S-K-I-N. Oh, <laughs> I didn't tell you. Because what? we are live, people are in the chat sometimes. Oh, okay. And when they say things. So if I, you see, hear me say hi to weird people, okay. like this fellow, Floppy Dongus. Hello, Floppy. Hi, Floppy. It's so good to have you here. <laughs> um, so sometimes we say hi to people, and sometimes they have questions. Great. Um, but anyway, are you dealing with your uh, your I am. thing? I am. Got it. So, <laughs> uh, so I guess we can always start kind of where we where we always mm-hmm. do, which is how did you get started in music? Yes. So actually, my mom was a musical theater major. So this was kind of like a family thing from the beginning. I'm also the youngest of three girls. So the music had already started in our family before I came into the picture. And when I came into the picture, it was kind of just like, here's your life. (laughs) (laughs) Except you can't work a microphone. Here's your life. Here's all of the music available to you. And it was awesome. So it was kind of like from the second I was born, I was around music. There's actually a video of me when I was one year old at Christmas mm-hmm. and they're playing music on the speaker and my head is just like up against the speaker. I'm one. <laughs> I'm damaging my eardrums. But sure. I had no idea. It's just the music inside me. And no one stopped you. No one stopped <laughs> exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> Responsible parents. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's been in my mm-hmm. life for a really long time. Um, I didn't start playing guitar until I was like seven, but I didn't really play guitar. You know, you just sure. learn mm-hmm. like the basic chords. You learn four chords. So you get started. And that was great. But I, Went through classical training as well, so I had that whole experience with guitar, which is sometimes why I hold it like way higher up than most people do because that's how I learned. Mm-hmm. Like, like the footstool yes, and the yeah, whole I thing. Yeah, I had the footstool. Yeah. I had like the sponge that you put inside it to keep it warm, <laughs> like keep it from drying out. Yeah, I had all that. So I did musical theater throughout high school, and I was in extracurricular choirs and stuff like that. Um, and singing was just kind of something we did in our family. So it was all around me all the time, and music specifically was a big thing when we were growing up. And then I always just thought I wanted to work in the music business, Mm -hmm. and I still, I really do, I have a passion for the business side of things, but it's been fun to kind of work in the creative side, because for so long I was like, nah, I'm not going to be a musician, like, (laughs) it's not worth it, what am I even doing, you know, and then one day I woke up and I was like, you love this, you should just do it, because why not, (laughs) and maybe people will like it, so. So have you been, like, playing around around town? Yes, yeah, I was actually, I was in a band for 10 months, so I started in that, Okay. um, and then we ended up breaking up, not really a breakup, it was just a mutual, like, we should probably stop spending money on this if we're not, (laughs) like, we were all doing different things still in school and studying different stuff, so we just decided to call it quits, but I still love them both dearly, I live with one of them still, Um, but, yeah, 
So I started doing that. What, and was it, what were they called? What were they called? They were called Magnetic Heaven. Magnetic Heaven. I knew it was Magnetic something. something. Yes, okay. Magnetic Heaven. And what, what kind of music was that? It was like rock, psychedelic rock. <laughs> did know, did right? you guys record anything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and are we going to hear that tonight on the show? <laughs> um, <laughs> probably not. Honestly, if you want to pull it up, go right ahead. Be my guest. It's on the internet if anyone wants to find it. Um, but I won't be playing any notes. So I started writing my own stuffing and kind of like figuring out what my individual sound was, which was difficult without two other people always Helping having input. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But who, who was the influence for psychedelic rock? Probably Tame Impala. I love him so much. I oh, gotcha. For a second, was I was thinking like, that was like a friend in the band. I know the band Tame Impala. I was just expecting, I was, what I meant was like, like, which Jeff. one of your friends <laughs> in the band, whose idea oh, was that? Oh, oh, but, oh, I think it was, so I'm like, just Tame Impala, that's such an interesting name. <laughs> <laughs> it was him. No, he, we had a lot of like saved logic files. Um, mm. Aaron had a lot of just random things that we brought back out. And I added like vocals and melodies too, so it started kind of like from all these logic projects that were psychedelic rock to begin with. So then mm-hmm. we just kind of like followed that vibe, um, and I still like I like that music, and I just am bad at writing it. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't the one who was mapping out the songs; I was just adding to them. So it was harder for me to like write a psychedelic rock song than it is the stuff that I write now. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But I still really love it. And I do love Tame Impala. That man's a genius. I found you through Jordy Searcy's yes. Instagram because you and Magnetic Heaven, or mm-hmm. he, he and Magnetic Heaven, mm-hmm. a.k.a. you, yeah. and two others, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> were all like singing something together. September. September? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that led me, I'm like, half like because you guys sounded great and then half because the name was great led me to your Instagram. And then I was like, it was back when we like had kind of just started the show. Mm-hmm. So it was like, Come be on our show. And here you I are. I this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so now you're solo. So now yes, you are. Yeah. Ter- now your full name is, can we say it on the air? Sure. Your you full name is it. Taryn Antrobus. Your address wow. you is 1173. <laughs> <laughs> My phone number is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but you, um, but you go, your stage name is Taryn. Yes. Yeah. Is there any like periods in between there? Kind of like I Kendrick considered Lamar's it. I Humble? considered a period at the end. But, oh, just one period at the end. Yeah, you know, I decided on just like all capitals, so it's all capital letters. And the period instead just, of no, the period never happened. Never happened. Cut out the yeah. period. It felt too definitive. I see. I was like, I'm not that aggressive of a person. A period is very like Taryn, <laughs> <laughs> but yelled like Taryn. Like that was so. I'm trying to yeah. We're still figuring it out, but also Spotify won't let you. It will let you, but I haven't figured out how to have all capital letters as a name. Oh, is I it know by people default? that do it. It just okay. defaults to the lowercase. And there are six other just Terrans on Spotify. Oh, so we're working on that. There's yeah. six other just Terrans? Just ter- yeah. Isn't that absurd? That is absurd. And I don't think I've ever met the another same Terran. Way. <laughs> <laughs> like in my life. I haven't met another Terran. And there's six? <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of y'all out there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Are they any good, though? I... Half of them like didn't have anything up. Oh, oh wow! It was wow. just, they an just reserved the name. It was just, an, just in case. I, just I in know. Case, in case they made it big, right? You know? And if I had friends at Spotify, I could fix this problem. But I don't. I don't know anybody. You don't there. have friends at Spotify? No. Everybody has friends them. at Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> I have an Instagram person I follow, who's. Anyway, you can follow celebrities <laughs> <laughs> who she works at Spotify. Oh. She's like oh. curator of the rock playlist. 
Which is that's like kind cool. of a big deal. Yes, but she is a big also deal. has like seventy five thousand followers, sure. so she doesn't know I exist. No, otherwise, but I, you know, maybe I'll slide in on the DMs yeah. and Hit then pass up. it pass it to you. <laughs> yes. my friend Terrence well, says the there's other Terrence, question. and those Terrence suck. <laughs> Could you delete those other Terrence, please? <laughs> She's like, certainly. <laughs> why, why wouldn't she? It's an easy sell. It's just an easy yes. <laughs> so you grew up. Mm-hmm. It, wait, no. Before I get too deep. Yeah. We should do a song. Absolutely. Because people got to hear what you sound like. We mm-hmm. should do a song. We should start right off the bat. Hey, Lily, what's going on? You're not Lily. She's yeah. Lily. In the computer. In <laughs> okay. the internet world. Um, well, did you just forget my name after all of that? Yeah. <laughs> Tarrant. There's already seven Terrans. This is getting confusing. We're just going to call you Lily from yeah. now on. If <laughs> that's just mixing fine. it up. Um, I don't know how you have this set up for the stuff. So I'll allow you to press the buttons. Be technical. We're just going to quickly tune up because you never know. You got to tune. So what is this (laughs) song called? This one is called Hardest Things in Life. Um, And one of the hardest parts about the way that I write is I never really learned how to read music or what like this note is. Even though there's a name for it, so wait, which one? Which one? This yeah. one? <laughs> what is that? It's an. E- Are you counting the frets up? It's a B. <laughs> I thought you were looking. It, she, no. It's obscured by multiple. Oh. That's oh, an A. Wait, do it N- again. No, I think it's a B. It's a B. It's an A. Mostly because it's, it's a B. The fifth fret is a, a. The fifth fret is A. Oh, She's on oh. the seven. I'm on okay. seven. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but people, I, that was very embarrassing for me. Uh, <laughs> there are multiple cider cans between me and Taryn. That's why. <laughs> but, yeah, sometimes I think of melodies or I'll, I'll just, like, put my fingers in places until it sounds good. And yeah. this was one of those songs. And then my friend Wes, really talented producer and writer, um, came over and helped me actually figure out what the chords would be if I played it for real. So he kind of like helped me make this melody into a reality. And it's called Hardest Things in Life. I'm gonna get the loop going first. Forget about the harder things in life. 
It's never easy to share a certain feeling Send me reeling down an endless loop of What of her and why not me? Tell me, baby Well, give me a lead Or a fighting chance Just let me explain myself Cause before you left I felt so lost And I know I let you go But you're the first to know I'm sorry I couldn't come to terms With all of my faults Leave me lonely And I'll fight for my own new start no. Treat her better Don't make her take care of herself And bring her flowers Don't tell her about the someone else in your mind But what went wrong? Well, it was you all along Drag my voice through another song And yes, someday I'll rise above The surface of your mouth I know I can, I won't Bid into the doubt And help me out I'll make myself laugh I'll make myself smile All of myself forget about Forget about The hardest things in life Hardest things in All right. Got to switch the camera. Yep. You're on it. (laughs) Um, That was awesome. So the hardest things in life. What what is the song about? Where did it come from? It came from... The hardest things in life. (laughs) Yeah. I think it was was like it started with I never liked living on my own. And I always wanted to have a couch with the room for one or more. So it's kind of just how... For so long when you're, when you're like a teenager, you're living at home with your parents, you always think about what your life is going to be like when you're off living on your own and when you're independent yeah. mm-hmm. and it seems so nice and then you come home to like, I would never, I would never want to live a, like in a studio apartment, just me. Sometimes I would like it, but I would want a friend or like, I feel like I'm going to have roommates around or just friends around all the time because I like having my alone time, but I also... I just like being with others and like learning about people and getting to the core of who they are. So this was kind of like, there's somebody out there who also doesn't like living on their own or doesn't want to sit on a couch alone. And seems like that would work. Yeah. That's coupling. Will you help me, whoever you are, whoever it is to anybody, just will you help me forget about all the hard things that I think about when I'm alone? And when you like get into thought loops and all your anxieties come up and it was kind of like, I just want to, I wanted this to sound like I was on a beach, you know, like the (laughs) production on this song is very like mellow and it's easy listening and you just want to like let yourself melt away into it and forget about all this stuff. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's what it was about. (laughs) I would have been called the hardest things in life. I would have thought it was about like the DMV. And yeah. like doing taxes. <laughs> Those are yes. tough. Those are tough. Yeah. I haven't even done Picking my taxes Picking the right yet. address on Uber Eats. Make yeah. sure your food gets to you. Hard for only some people. Speaking of which, is your food on the way? Do I ordered know? new food. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are hard things in life. 
Sure. I think so, I write a lot about like the big stuff sometimes. That's yeah. where my head goes immediately. It's like, overall, how's life in general? Yeah. Instead How long have you been writing for? Um, I only really seriously started writing like my junior year of high school, but it wasn't even real writing. It was like very, very folky. I grew up around James Taylor and Joni Mitchell and mm-hmm. um, like the Dixie Chicks randomly. So I was tr- I was meshing that like. You mean around their music, right? Yes. Not actually around them. Oh, I wish. <laughs> Maybe. No. You're in Cleveland. You're right by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. No one they really They probably stopped there. by close to your house. <laughs> yeah. They definitely. Like just check. Yeah. Wait, they don't live there? I thought what? when she, they live, he, I thought when you get inducted, you live at the Rock and Roll Hall. Right, thing. it's like the Justice League or they something. They have that big like pyramid <laughs> thing, right? They live under that, in that. Yeah, they all do. They That's all, why they built the they pyramid. They live at the top of the pyramid, though. <laughs> They're Did, like the most important part. Yeah, of the pyramid. obviously. Have you ever seen the Justice League with like Superman and Aquaman and all those people? They all like get together at a table and like talk sure. about saving the That's world. That's at the top of the pyramid. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah, Got it's it. like. It's all the best rock stars in the world. They just meet at a round table. Yeah, yeah. And they never get anything done. <laughs> they sit down They're and have ciders. So high. Yeah. <laughs> so many drugs. Speaking <laughs> of all the best rock stars of all time, yeah. I just saw today on the internet that today is the anniversary of I man, now I forget which. It was either Kurt Cobain's birth, like it's his birthday, or mm-hmm. it was I, I think it was the anniversary of his death is today. Today? I didn't hear that at all. I heard that. Yeah. Oh, well, on a way internet. to bring the mood down. Yeah, it was on the internet. No, 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 not to bring it. Just to bring He's the mood down. He's a legend. Down. We all know that Kurt Cobain's dead. It's not. This is not news to anybody. What? <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. When did this happen? This <laughs> feels like a John Mulaney sketch. <laughs> like, and there's more. <laughs> I love John Mulaney so. Much. He's amazing. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, well, I'll j- take a drink to John Mulaney. I'm just joining in. I just, you guys were both. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Cobain. No, sorry, that's where I meant to drink too. just died. <laughs> 25 years ago. <laughs> uh, you guys were already like both drinking simu- like coincidentally at the same time. And then I decided to like we're synced up. jump onto it and like turn it into my thing. I'm like, that's to Kurt, right? Aha, that's why you're drinking. Except for you said John Mulaney. Who's still alive? I did. Well, he's gonna he die one day. Toast he's gonna die one day, and he's great now. So we to- we can toast to the living. You know, yeah, you can. You can yeah, absolutely. L- Lily looked it up. It is the the day of his death. The day of Twenty five years ago. Yeah. Today. So uh, do you guys Hathi. even know who he is? You guys are both so young. Who? Not you oh. guys. The t- people who I know uh, are their age in the chat. Gotcha. But you're also young though, right? Yeah. I mean, you're you what you're twenty one. You weren't born when he died. Am I right? When's the year that he died? 93. 94. No, I wasn't born yet. 93? No. 94. I think it was 94. 94. 94. 93? 93? 93? Well, the last album it's came out in Is it a jackal? <laughs> no, it's, I'm pretty sure it's 94. Yeah. Yeah, no, I wasn't. What Sorry, year is it now? 19? Yeah, yeah, 4 plus 5 is 9. 94. But the last album came yeah. out in 93, I think. Yeah. Is that right? Still this is born. the Kurt Cobain so, yeah. math <laughs> podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 95? I'm just kidding. We're like, like, find your age. <laughs> 97? 98? 99? 100. All right. So, just based on the students I work with, and I think you said you were a junior, yeah. it makes it pretty easy. Mm-hmm. 98 or 7. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Technically, there are still, what's today, the 5th? So there are still 22 days until my birthday. It's your birthday this month? It's my birthday this month, yeah. Happy 22, 27th? 27th. Wow. See, I'm good at math. That's why I work in the financial aid department. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, professor. Wow. I you could be a professor. Profe- I could be Maybe. a professor. You are a professor. Yeah. No, you would be like, do you watch um, Maisel? What's that show called? Oh, Miss Maisel? Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yeah. Do you watch do that? You watch it's no, no, so no, no. good. 
I should. Her dad's a math professor, and you could be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. He's yeah, kind of a dick. You're totally that guy. I don't want to be that guy. He's you're already that guy. You're obviously that guy. Me and we were watching that the other night, and my wife turned to me, and she goes, you're like that guy. <laughs> but that guy. That's true. <laughs> but as, a, as yeah, established professor. on our previ- last week's episode, my sister and I are biologically similar, and so it, it might just be like our science. biological bias sure. that, that her mm-hmm. and I think that. Oh, Others sure, may not. Sure, sure. That's what I'm saying. Sure. I'm saying we're not a good sample group. Sure. That's fine. I'm but not if you, Taryn, uh, after this, we need you to go watch the marvelous Miss Maisel okay. and report back in and, and let us know. See that guy? Yeah, <laughs> coming from a very different, we've, like, we've biological background. <laughs> you know, you'll know. Callers, such as oh. call in. Oh, we, we had Jordy Cersei call. as a Jordy caller. Call. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's get him. The on one the time. We totally shouldn't. That should be a recurring bit of the show. Is it where we just call him? Because he won't book an episode with us. I don't know if he would remember us. me. That would be it's funny. true. If he yeah. called and said, do you know Taryn Antrobus? And he was just like, who? Yeah. <laughs> I bet you he Word. probably doesn't know who I am. <laughs> right, okay, I'm going to do it. Definitely got to call not, him now. We not, have to call him now. We haven't. <laughs> I don't feel like we've drinking enough for the Jordy call. But <laughs> it's time to drunk down Jordy. He's Jordy. Floppy. Jordy's probably the playing the show. with Jordan. Yeah, he's always so busy, and so it's he, Friday night. He's he playing a show. Book, he, he won't book a time with us. He's so busy. He's like, call me the week of, but um, that just hasn't happened. But this is the second time we've called him now. So I can imagine we like to hassle him to be on our show. You should. He needs. To <laughs> he's be really great. He's really really great. Well, maybe one day I'll meet him and we'll find out. First I'm time here. I saw him live, I didn't know that he. Wow. Classic okay. Jordy. It's all right. <laughs> Leave him be. Who's yeah. the other episode we called? Was it Matt? Matt McAndrew? Matt McAndrew. Right, okay. Don't know him. He, he knows Jordy, too. He was on the same season of The Voice as Jordy. Oh, So they're okay. already friends. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Anyway, so you grew up in Cleveland. <laughs> to yes. pull it straight back, <laughs> aggressively. Uh, so how long have you been in Nashville? Um, I guess almost four years. Almost four years. Did well, you move here three, for school? No, it would be almost three full years. Yeah, I moved down here for school. Gotcha, so okay. I came in August, and then I got an internship and a job in Atlanta for the past two summers. So I really haven't gone back to Cleveland for that long. Um, sometimes I like I go visit and my family mm. still lives there, but this is kind of my home base now. Gotcha. And then for the summer I was in Atlanta and came back here for school again. And then this summer I will be here. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. And then I think I'll just stay here. Seems all right. It's a cool place, right? What do people do after graduation? You know, like really. I was just going to ask you, what are you planning on doing after graduation? Well, well, well. (laughs) But I'm sure the answer is (laughs) great question, and it has a great answer. (laughs) (laughs) I I'm just I I don't know. It's been yeah. I'm I'm still trying to figure it out because I'm really really passionate about the business. I love music supervision or song pitching. Mm -hmm. I love. Finding songs for any kind of film or television is one of my passions. That's originally like what I wanted to study, but Belmont doesn't offer a music supervision major, so I just went with entertainment. That's some bull crap. I'll get on it. Don't worry. Uh, they have one class. <laughs> what, one I, course. Unfortunately, I can't advise you because what I did when I graduated was move to Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> just figure it out <laughs> so from like there. I've already, already done that. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're already like, way ahead of the game. I'm, yeah, yeah. Look this at it that way. What, like, what would you do? If what what should I do when I graduate? You know. Well, wait. What is your major? Entertainment industry studies and a minor in music business. It's just a bachelor of science. 
Okay, so it's just like probably, is it just like an all-encompassing view of what the music industry is? Well, but it's not just music, it's film, television, sports, amusement parks, book publishing. Holy crap. It's like all forms of entertainment in one major, which is not easy. But a lot of it just focuses on more how each industry works or what the norm is of each industry, and then you kind of figure it out from then on. So I'm sure I could go apply to be a Disney parks director. But that's Which not you what I should. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> you get free tickets all the time. Oh my gosh. That would be fun. I do like roller coasters. Cedar Point. That's something Ohio has. Cedar oh, Point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never even heard of it. Sandusky. What is that? Which is Cedar Point. Park. Yeah, okay. it's awesome. Hmm. I'm a thrill seeker. A th- well, so Disneyland rides really aren't your jam. Not like, no, not what's the main kingdom. The, the Magic big, Kingdom? Yes. <laughs> the, ma- <laughs> the Magic the one. one. <laughs> yeah. That one, not so much. That's a lot of kid stuff. But the, I mean, Animal Kingdom has some A good lot rides. of kid stuff? Yeah. Come on. Get it's on my level. Like, they're all, like, just you float through a lazy river. Yeah, but or, you're not going to Disney. Wait, float on a lazy river? Yeah. Talking about Small World. I've never been to Magic Kingdom. It's the uh, same as Disneyland. But not as good. Not as good. Mm-mm. Okay. I agree. Yeah. I did Disneyland too. I like it much better. That's okay. That's okay. that's my shit. Right. Disneyland is my jam. That's where it's at. We're back. Uh, We're back. <laughs> but this interview almost derailed. <laughs> Whoa. But for the record, yeah, Disney is not for children. It's yeah. for adults who loved it as children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is I'm a magical wrong. experience of wonderfulness, and you need to get on board. I know. I'm sorry. She My she sister she actually Disneyland. would hate me for saying she's a huge Disney fan. Mm-hmm. I don't even like Disney. I just like the park. You just like I think the I land. Disney in general. Yeah. Eh. I only went once. It was very rushed. It was like a school thing. Mm. You know when you get rushed. It's not a good experience. Yeah. And you kind of have to check in with your adult. Right. All the time. That's lame. Was it like a grad night? No, it was. I was. Uh, um, I did like. I was a like flag dancer for the band. What? Um, sure. Yeah, so I did like drill team. With it. So you mean like the, the spinny flags was like do all the crazy shit? And if you, you like, gave me like a pole right now, I could like flip it up in the air. Someone oh find God. a pole. <laughs> Someone find a pole. There's a mic stand over there. <laughs> I could probably do No, I don't want to. Uh, As we break everything in the studio. Glass <laughs> shattering. That window's is, gone. All of a sudden, everybody's computer screens just say <laughs> offline. <laughs> but it was like a glorious show on the way to it. Mm. So it was worth it. And they got to see me. Move a pole, twist po- a pole. Yeah, sure. Twirl, 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 twirl. So it's for I that. Almost, <laughs> says it's worth it. We should do it. So yeah, <laughs> break everything. Well, he also said we. Actually, he said we called someone. I think you're a little mixed up. But he said we called someone during Alex Steele's second episode. I think you mean uh, Ryan Steele. Alexander Ren or Ryan Steele? Second episode, so it must be Ryan Steele. But we did break up the YouTube of Alexander Ren into two. Oh wait, no, the podcast. Anyway, never mind. Yeah. Point is. I no, was going Ren, through, Alexander I will Ren, say, yeah. speaking of Alexander Ren, I went through our YouTube stuff yesterday. Sure. Um, and was looking at all our episode length times just to see like how they've all been. <laughs> and recently it's all been like, Pretty consistent, it's right? been around 220, two hours was our, is probably our shortest one ever. No, we have oh, an hour and a half. Will or... Pellerin was Will fi- 158 actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. A lot of two and a half, then some three, some three and a half. Those are, three and a half is our average I would say from the we're trying from to the keep beginning. it shorter now. Yeah, but it was so three don't worry. and a half. A lot. You get to go home eventually. 
One day. Yeah, I didn't make plans. This was my, these are my yes. plans. All right. Record length episode, seven hours. <laughs> but then you get to Alexander Rend, and it was four hours and 56 minutes. Uh, well, I, thought we, I thought we got over the five hour mark. Well, we really should have gotten those four extra hours, few minutes. 56 minutes. We probably went four minutes. I probably just oh, you edited down the YouTube. Do you know if there's a yeah. Guinness World Record for the longest Twitch? We don't Twi- know. You mean longest like live stream? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there, people do 24 hour streams all the time. What? You see that a lot. You're right. All the time. He's right. Which like, like usually they're charity beats. streams and stuff. People just like. Oh uh, well, that's different. That's YouTube. like twenty four seven low five beats hip hop easy listening. It's like a radio 7. station. But yeah, it was like YouTube. radio stations. And they do those on Twitch oh. as well, just live. Mm-hmm. That's it's, nuts. Yeah, I don't know who watches those. Crazy I don't know the people. people who make those. I really? Think, no, I mean, I mean, how do, do you just sit at a? They probably have it looping. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Loop, yeah, yeah, they're not like actively there. 24, 24 hours. hours a day, seven days a week. <laughs> Just Maybe that's what you do when you graduate. Yeah, you do a, a lo-fi, hip-hop, easy Street listening. Okay. So I think we need to dive into this. I think we're at, we're going to advise her on what to do when you graduate. Because sure. we both graduated college. Thought, yeah, we did. You work at a college. I, I've worked at four colleges. Which, Please fun so fact for the listeners, um, the college I work at is where she attends. That's true. <laughs> I haven't. He hasn't been my teacher, though. That's true. Sure. Even though I am a professor, as we have discovered. <laughs> as earlier established in stone. <laughs> so, okay. All right. So I feel like all good advice starts with questions, okay? Like, because if you just start telling people what to do and you don't know. Sure. You haven't asked yeah. questions. Absolutely. You know where sure. they're going to go. Sure. So, like, okay, first off, like, what are you most passionate about in what you've studied so far? And may- maybe I start broader. Is it music? Is it working at the parks? Is it what That's part of the specific, entertainment industry? Broader. It's definitely music. <laughs> Me, well, music and, and film and television are my, like the the arts, sonically and visually. Those are my two favorite art forms. Okay. Even paint. I still think like art installations are also really cool, and you can incorporate music in those too. Yeah. I worked for the production company in Atlanta. Did this festival in Houston called Day for Night. Mm-mm. It's a big like tech festival, so mm. okay. um, a lot of people come to show off like their new experiments with lighting and robotics and stuff like that so we built a cube for heineken and then you get to like go roam the festival when you're not working on the led cube but there was this one exhibit and i don't remember the name of the lighting designer who programmed all of it but it was uh, a moving light i don't know what kind it might be an axiom it looked like an axiom but i was from far away and it was on a robotic arm and it was synced up with music and it had this metal cage around it that made the projection of the light look like I can't it was all just like really dynamic triangles all over each other like a big sphere made of triangles mm-hmm. and if you can imagine it it's just like this it lo- it was almost like what glass what a glass stained glass what, like in a church what that looks like when when the light comes through but it was a very specific design and they were moving all over the place to the music there were two of them and they were synced up so at certain points everything would stop and they would just point direct light at each other and then they would go do their own. Th- it was insane. Wow. And that, huh. so like lighting and production was the first time that I realized that I love <clears throat> how visual light and visual art can come into music. And lighting design was the first thing that I really, like, I was like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I touched a lighting oh, desk wow. and I was like, this is incredible. Like, wow. this is all I need. It was like painting sound, which I loved. So I did that for a, a long time and did programming and um, lighting stuff and then the next summer I went back and did LED stuff but now it's like I've been 
taking more classes that are very major specific. So you take like distribution and promotion or law and licensing and you start learning the really important core parts of the entertainment industry and the things you have to watch out for and just getting a better education on that this year. And also I'm doing an internship for a digital marketing and management consulting company. So having both of those influences made me start growing this like fierce passion for the business side of things. Hmm. Um, but I still love sync licensing, publishing, music supervision, <clears throat> that kind of bringing music into film is where I would want to exist, I think. Um, but musicianship is like, if I can make that work, that's, if mm. I could do this for the rest of my life, even, I don't need a lot of money. I just want to like, you know, I just, yeah. Know. So if you could make a living off of your music as a performer, yeah, that, that would, would be, be your choice. That would be great. <clears throat> But you're kind of writing that off, it sounds like, as like, yeah, but probably not. So here's what I'm really going to do. I'm That's what it sounds about like. Not. Yeah. Okay. I think because I've learned about the business so much and it kind of gets drilled into you, like, this is not for everybody. Artists in the room, like, raise your hands. None of you are going to make it. You know, like your professor. Is <laughs> <laughs> that day one goes. at Belmont? Yes. In my artist management class, he was like, all the artists raise their hands. And also, I like it's hard for me to raise my hand sometimes because I know they're gonna ridicule all the artists in the room. <laughs> so you just sit there and you're like, maybe. <laughs> you know what? That being said, there have been some big artists that have come out of Belmont. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Florida Georgia Line. Coin. Oh, coins from Belmont. Coin is Belmont. Apparently, I didn't know that. Um, Brad Paisley. Mm -hmm. Brad Paisley. That's right, because they just did the big shopping Trisha thing Yearwood. with him. Who else? Well, like a, there like been a bunch. Of, actually, do you know Abby Smith? Yeba. Yeba's her artist name. That name sounds familiar. Somebody showed me her music, yes, but I don't know. Yes, she remember. did a song with Luke Levinson, if you know him. Uh -uh. He's like a Nashville, he lives in Nashville. He, I think he works for Nashville a Magazine. Um, but he did a song with her. She has an incredible voice. She was at Belmont for Commercial Voice and couldn't get into any of the extracurricular groups, like any of the acapella groups, because if you could, like, I want to play you something right now. This woman's voice is... Mm. Absolutely insane. And that's why she couldn't get in because she's just too good. But it made oh, her like... That seems to be the opposite of what you might want. Right? And she, and I, I don't know what happened, but she she posted something on Instagram about leaving Belmont and like how she was going to quit being a musician. And then she left Belmont and her career started. And then she was like, oh, I can do this. And now she's recording with PJ Morton and just finished recording with Mark Ronson. And she's like oh, wow. doing that's incredible crazy. things. And Belmont held her back from that. So sometimes See I'm that like, Belmont? Oh. What the hell? Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. Why? But at the same time, the something about, to me, I, I'm a complete outsider at Belmont. I didn't go there, mm. anything I like that. I didn't go there either. But it seems to me like Belmont probably also prepared her for that in a way. And maybe not on purpose, but something about like, if you lessons, just like, yeah. if you just like, and just and or like the networking and I don't know I don't know what it is but just like if you talk to I'm sure there's a lot of great stuff about Belmont if you talk to people who went Valuable to Belmont there's a lot of people who went to Belmont yeah it, there's something about school in general where it's like it's not they didn't you, set you, you me, up with your career let me give you the this is this is what everybody says okay this, and, and and this is probably what you're trying to say maybe maybe when this especially I hear this more I hear this at schools all the time. I've worked at four different colleges, but at Belmont, more than any other school, I hear this probably because it's so related with performance things. Yeah. Um, which is the education's fine. They teach you the stuff you need to know, mm -hmm. but you're really there just to meet the people you need to meet. 
Um, yeah. Otherwise, and if you don't, then you shouldn't spend fifty thousand dollars a year right. going to school. You, you have need to, take to advantage of all the opportunities that right. Are surrounded. That's why you're there is because it is connected, and that's probably part of it. And there's probably something else too. There's just something about. It's interesting I how many think people. I've had a different education from someone who, like my two sisters, went to call. Like I think I've had a different experience at school than anybody else that I know, besides my friends that also go to Belmont, because your professors are working in the industry. So mm. they come to class at the beginning of the day, but then they're like, "Yeah, I have a meeting at twelve with so and so from Sony," and like I have to go. So those are the people who you're <laughs> like. That's why I love Belmont because every professor that I meet that's in that position, I just ask them to go get coffee or like ask for office hours and maintain that relationship just in case. I mean, Mark Volman is one of the professors. Like he's the intro to EIS professor and he's the Turtles and he takes 60 students on tour with the Turtles every summer. And that's why you go to Belmont. Yeah. But after Belmont, whole other... Mm-hmm. Whole other thing. Let me tell you, it's good that you're doing that stuff because I work with students all day who don't do any of it. Yeah. I just want to tell them, like, don't go here. If, if you're not going to do it, don't go here. I'm paying a lot of money, so. A lot. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so expensive. It's so much money. But that's all right. It's okay because I love the city and I'm almost done. Well, it's so funny. Like, when we had Nathan on. Who also went to Belmont. Yeah, Nathan got his master's yes, at yeah, Belmont. And he... um. He said, when we talked to him about school and like, okay, is it worth it? Is it worth it to go to music school? He said like something to the effect of like, well, it's just money. And he said it like in a really like, it's slightly better way than that and kind of humble. Mm-hmm. But he was just kind of like, well, he's like, maybe this is wrong, but like, it's just money. And like, I feel like I can make that money back later. But for the experiences and the learning I want to get, like, I feel like it's a worthwhile trade. Right. It's what you do with where you are. Yeah. And I had the same thing at the Art Institute. Rest in peace. I'm it, sorry, R.I.P. No, the Art Institute cool. still exists. No. It's completely it gone now? R.I.P.'d, bro. I knew they it's closed gone. the Nash... absorbed by Belmont? That no, one. no, was that it? was O'More. That was yeah. the O'More Institute of Design and something. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it's the gone Institute, I knew now. the Nashville one closed. <clears throat> My degree's the vintage. The whole company closed? Yeah, it's Because they were trying to sell the oh, company when I worked there. I he worked there. Too, yeah, that's why. Wow. <laughs> I went there. He worked there. You go to Belmont. He worked there. What is going I on? I a lot of colleges. <laughs> you were... <laughs> they keep hiring me. Everything I don't know why. This is odd. Because <laughs> I think financial aid is a huge scam pyramid scheme. Like, they keep hiring me. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's going to collapse. I say that at work all the time. My assistant director sits right in front of me, and all the time I'm like, you know this is all just going to collapse one day, right? Like, this is a terrible idea. Like, this is not a sustainable system. Like, what are we doing? I'm like, yeah, but you're kind of like that guy who talks about Social Security is going to, like, collapse. And it's like, well, it still hasn't, though. Man, it's real bad, though. <laughs> we'll keep borrowing money from China and sending kids to expensive schools, and it'll work somehow. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, I won't keep going down that train. <laughs> so the point is, is the Art Institute gone now? I have a vintage degree. That's crazy. It, it's a, now it's rare. You can't even get it. You couldn't get it if you wanted. <laughs> Where was I going with that? Art Institute, money, blah, blah. Oh, so the Art Institute, same thing. There are people who, like I graduated with, they got the same piece of paper as me that I felt like I can't see them ever having a career in this industry. Mm-hmm. And I... I haven't kept up with everybody, mm. but I don't think they did. And there are other people who got a lot out of it. And that's I feel 90% like some of the students I meet with, I just think that school, like college in general, it's like, you're going to get out of it. What you put into it. Like there's right. opportunity. Like 
through one of my professors, I got connected to a, a, a studio manager of like a really large studio here, oh, which cool. set me up with my first right. studio gig right. and has been like a constant contact for me. Um, but you have to like be cool. You have to mm-hmm. purposely decide to call your professor and be like, can we get coffee and could you advise me about what to do? Like you have to try. You have to take the first like, step. Mm-hmm. You just get college and anything else in life. Like you get opportunity. Here's some opportunities and then you use them or you don't. And some students go through that whole process, spend all that money. And then it's just like, they just, they don't even work in the field. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's their decision. And I'm not going to do that. You shouldn't. That's or else so, I would tell what, you don't go to Belmont. So what? what is she going to do? What is she going to do? Yeah. What do I do? <sighs> so you want to be in music. Clearly. You want to do the artist I'm thing. I'm honestly waiting on someone to just tell me to stop doing it. The artist thing? Yeah. Well, you well, have we're a phenomenal not tell voice. We're you that as we are a... No, you honestly <laughs> have a phenomenal voice. <laughs> so like, you sound great. Thank you. The, the challenge is, is that the artist thing is like more than right. just your voice. Right. But you have like the raw talent. So you you should be recording, no matter what's happening, you should be recording your music and mm-hmm. at this studio with me. And <laughs> this is a so sales badly. pitch. You have no idea. You, you should be recording your music and you should be putting music out and playing shows and seeing what you can right. do with the artist thing. But knowing all along that like it might not ever take off no matter what you do. Right. And I know that. And I'm comfortable with that. I'm very comfortable with failure because I have a lot of other passions as well, like outside of... Yeah, the artist thing. So then you have your career. You make money at something that, if it worked out, you'd be stoked on right. that. Yes. And so, and that's still like that is my only goal right now. Like I, I talk about all the other things that I try mm-hmm. and keep under my belt to like keep myself stable. But at the end of the day, I have a you know a dream in mind and a, a vision of what could happen. So I'm good. Like how I think of it is anything that I would want an artist that I'm passionate about to do starting out, that's what I'm going to try and do. It's just hard to advise yourself sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, <laughs> what do I do? Or like, is this the right thing to do? So, so you, so you get, you get a job working in the industry on the music side mm-hmm. in a part that you're interested in and preferably a part that could benefit your artist career also. Yeah. Ideally. So like, <clears throat> a jo- job at a label or a job at a publisher or a job at, I don't know, something b- industry would be great. Is this the food? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time. Yeah. And and uh, to be continued. Jury, you keep advising from there. That's my start. <laughs> oh, I don't know if you want me to advise. I'm not in the music industry. Well, except for this. This doesn't count. Oh, it's the stupid thing where they call you to and, tell and you. And they're like, we just left the store. Food. Yeah. I don't need that call. I don't need that call. It's a robot. (gasps) Hi. Domino's is busy right now. We have new careers available. Have you gotten that call? And there you go. (laughs) Yeah, Domino's every time. Domino's is hiring right now. Every time you call Domino's to order pizza, they're like, business is booming and we're hiring. I'm like, "Mm, (laughs) hmm, working at Domino's sucks and you're losing people left and right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'll keep on with my advice. Sure, go ahead. So... You get something parallel to the industry, but something that if the artist didn't work out, you want those skills. Like, I think all, this is my opinion, but like, I think all early jobs are about skill acquisition. They're like, they're not about, this is where you're not going to work at that company Mm -hmm. in 50 years anymore. So, so you go somewhere where like, you're going to learn some skills and it seems like you're doing a lot of that already. Like the fact, like you went into lighting, 
for a minute. Yeah. Like, I think that's really great to get all these, like, an overall encompassing view of, like, the industry, but also a bunch of, like, skills that, because those things all pan out. Like, I do video and audio. Like, I make my own promotional videos all the time. Yeah. Um, And, like, other businesses have to pay for that or, like, literally couldn't have that. But I can also, like, make money in other ways when music mm-hmm. is slow. In like, fact, you made this intro. It's true. <laughs> Isn't that a cool intro? Hey, guys, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> this is Music Row. Hideout out, bye, guys. <laughs> and I produced the song that, that is yeah, part, yeah, part of it. True, like, so you do both of those things. I think if you can have, like, multiple skills like that in today's world, like, you know, you want to be like you could do your own startup. You could do all the different right. parts of it. And right. You could do the business side, and you could do all of it. So that no matter what comes your way and whatever opportunities that come, was you can do it. When I started doing music seriously, writing music, producing it in the band, that was always kind of like lighting was always and production was in the back of my mind as like I could time code this show for us and just mm. give whatever LD is in mm. house this show file and have them plug it in and like. I could like I could do that. And you have a better light show than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it would be specific. So that's exciting for when that starts happening. That hasn't happened yet in a situation where I'm like, hey, you got a grand MA desk? No, they don't usually. It's just a little MIDI that's uh-huh. attached to like the audio <laughs> yeah. board, and I'm like, this makes sense considering you have like four pars up. But maybe the they'll have a hog. Yeah, you never know. Okay, and then one more, and then we're gonna go to your advice. Oh, you I better be advice? developing oh, it. You God. sure do. So, okay, here's my other thought. <clears throat> so you do the artist thing. But frankly, here's my experience watching Nashville. I don't think people playing in Nashville does a damn thing for their career. Like, uh, like it does a little bit. Okay, it, it does a little bit. It's not useless. Like, you should mm-hmm. play in Nashville. Mm-hmm. But as a person living in Nashville, playing in Nashville, what you get out of it is you meet other artists and you make connections and – Maybe somebody sees you that turns to something, but probably not. Like, as far as developing audience and fans goes, like, people who just play around here all the time, like, you're not going to get fans because all the people who are here, there are either tourists who love the time they saw you, but they don't follow you Mm because they saw 25 bands that night. Mm -hmm. Or they are also artists. So they don't want to support you because they're supporting their own thing. You know what I mean? So you got to go play in Cleveland and you got to go play in every other place you've got going on and tour around here. Like, obviously, Jordy Cersei's the model, I feel like. I love that Weekend Warrior. Yeah, you <laughs> just got to, like, I would follow Jordy's plan because Jordy's making it work and touring all these, like, random, they're not major. I mean, he probably does major cities, too, but mm-hmm. lots of, like, smaller cities from right. what I see from his stuff. Right. He's not like, going to, like, New York. We're playing in New York City tomorrow and then L.A., Right. Like he's developing these great audiences in different places. So I think you do that. The other thing I would say, because you mentioned um, before the show started, you have a sister in L.A. Yeah. I would definitely go visit her like a few times a year. You hear that, Jess? And play in L.A. Yeah. L.A. is a giant hot pile of garbage. And it's the trashiest, worst town in the whole world. I really like it. So we're both from San Diego, which is... Three hours, two, two hours south. San Diego. My my uncle lives there. I've been like every time Your we go to. Best. I go to. San, it sounds, he sounds like a great guy. Is it, <laughs> is it La Mesa? Is that? Yeah, an, that's my favorite it, part of San Diego. That's where they live. Yeah, we oh both lived gosh. in La Mesa. Yeah, I so love it there. so it's amazing. But 
San Diego is a very different vibe than LA, mm-hmm. and there's definitely like a sure San Diego is like LA nice vibe. and friendly and casual, and LA is a hot pile of garbage, exactly full of, full of mostly Berkeley? garbage people. Do you have feelings about the north of California? Sure, yeah, oh, that's like not it. California, and it should not be included. Are you kidding me? That should be its own state. <gasps> Why <What>? the northern <laughs> wow. California saying that it's part like the same thing as Southern California is not right. It's a completely different vibe, completely different culture, completely different way of speaking, and it sucks. I think it's hella the redwoods cool. Are, I like the redwoods. The redwoods are cool. It's hella cool. I just I say hello Berkeley. Berkeley. <laughs> Only been there twice. Berkeley? Berkeley's cool. Mm-hmm. It's a cool campus. Yeah. But Why do you always focus on the colleges? You have a problem. You have an addiction <laughs> to colleges, Life man. I hate school. The oh, weird yeah. thing is I hate colleges. <laughs> I recommend most people don't go to college. <laughs> I work with too many students who suck. Okay, <laughs> I want to so be like, don't go here. NorCal yeah. is beautiful, but it's a whole different vibe. So, yeah, sure, whatever. But San Diego is wretched for music. Absolutely. Like, although there have been a few bands that started their career in San Diego. Ready? Go. Okay, cool. But they're they're (laughs) actually San Diego bands. And yes, they are our heroes. But also, and POD. POD, sure. But there are a few bands that are not actually from San Diego originally, but got their career launched in San Diego. Like, used it as their jumping off point. Augustana... Maroon 5. Really? And Jack Johnson. Well, we've got Under Oath. They're San Diego, right? Oh. No, they're Florida. They are? Yeah. I could have sworn they were San Diego. You know what I learned recently is that hmm. Andy Grammer was a, a like peer artist. He would he was just singing out on the pier hmm. for money. And, uh, oh, what? And, like someone picked him up on the side of the street. Yeah. It's like a movie. Wow. Right? That is like, that is, I didn't think that actually his happened in real life. It's a movie. If you ever really listen to his music, it sounds like it was made from a life that was a movie. That's wow. crazy. Lucky guy. Yeah. So San Diego can work for some people, but L.A. obviously has – the thing about L.A. and San Diego music-wise is anybody who's good in San Diego will make their way to L.A. Mm. And so generally good like – at music. Not good, good at music. as a person because right. then they at, would stay away from L.A. Yeah, but at music. He so, really hates it. It's he the sure, worst. He really does. But so I would say like in terms of people making it in music, it, it's got to be L.A. Got it. So I would say visit your sister a few times a year. And play in L.A. The Hotel Cafe is the bomb. I've heard. Go play there. Um, meet, have you met my buddy Roger? No. We're contractually obligated to mention him once a Every show. Every episode. He's in similar <laughs> circles, so okay. you might have met him. Anyway, we, we played at the Hotel Cafe, and it was the coolest thing. Uh, like, that's nice. none of those people had ever heard of him. And yet, like, I just backed him up on Cajon. But, mm-hmm. like, yet, like, there was probably 150 people just dedicatedly up front watching the show super into it he sold a ton of merch and like they were getting everybody's signature i played cajon they got my signature <laughs> like that's awesome that's how cool the fans were so i definitely recommend there i will I'll but go. like go play in la and see yeah. because i feel like there there's certain types of like on a musical level like nashville is so saturated with talent that like people can't see certain things and you might take off there instead of here so that's my game plan for you thank you pursue the artist thing Try LA too. Yeah. Tour around here. I will. See, because this audience that like the greater like Nashville region, you know, you have your you basically have one day out in the circle. So you've got Midwest, the East Coast, and the Southwest, right? Yeah. Basically. So like this is one type of human. LA's a whole different type of like the West Coast a whole different type of person. Right. Try both. See where you take off and then simultaneously pursue a music business related career here. I love that plan. That is. Wow. That's a well-developed plan. 
Thank you. You should okay. be my advisor. You should have been my advisor. I have a very, very, very different plan. That's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll come fix that. Quite different. Oh, wait, I got it, I got it. Jury's opposite plan. But before we get into jury's opposite How plan. How technical? Uh, should we do another song first? Before jury's... You, <laughs> okay. uh, you said vintage earlier. Okay. And it made me think of the cover that I'm doing. The one cover. Oh, this is, yeah. This is a great choice. We added... This is a last minute edition, folks. <clears throat> No one can see it, but there's a loop pedal at my feet. In case anyone was wondering why I keep bending over <laughs> to touch something on the ground. All right. Now this is, uh, now you wrote this song, right? <laughs> I wish I wrote this song. <laughs> Dark black night 
All right. That was, that was great. Blackbird. Well, so you wrote that song. Right. What did you write that song about? <laughs> Just, you know. Things. <laughs> the birds. <laughs> the birds. The birds. <laughs> the birds one morning. Yeah. I, I actually watched Which, it. Just in oh, case my... anybody doesn't know, she didn't write that song. I didn't. <laughs> Just I to be clear. I did, though. Come on. Imagine if. So I read. Always tell you not to cover the Beatles. I've heard that so what? many times. What? I've never heard that. All those so people, people suck. Don't cover the Beatles. It's not worth They're it. They're like but the I most love coverable band. Covering the Beatles and just making it good call. Different and yeah, their music was incredible. It was a it great call. Incredible. But you like retained it. Like if you ruined that cover, I would be. I probably wouldn't let you know to be honest. But right. I, but because did I'm I? saying you did not. Now I want to know. Do you think she you did? did not? No. How rude. <laughs> Kick me out. The, just take me out now. You know? No, but um, it would like ruin it. To me, what ruins covers is when you, you change the melody in too much of a fundamental way. When people change the melody of a vocal, unless this, it wasn't that good of a song in the first place and you made it better. But in general, like if you sang here and you were like, Blackbird singing in the dead of night. I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> Get the fuck off my show. Okay. Um, but like, so I think you have to do, there's something interesting in a cover where you have to just do like enough of the real thing with the melody right. and the rhythm to where yeah. like you don't, I still want to hear Don't Blackbird. The right. I mean, you the still song. hear the same, like a similar finger picking pattern in a lot of the parts, but, but other you times changed, it was different. But yeah. you changed it rhythmically, but mm. in a way that didn't destroy it. Like it, it gave it a new feel, but it kept the feel I like enough that I wasn't offended, and so I was able to enjoy it and get, come along for the ride. I'm glad. So I just think, like, <laughs> great job. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> great job. <laughs> Thanks. Also, I watched an interview with Paul McCartney recently. And did you know he wrote that song about the civil rights movement? No, but did you know he's in the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. You They're making me. another. Can no, this is the last one that came out, 2017. Okay. They're they making another stopped. one. You know. I know. Isn't that so They stupid. really need to stop. Are they really? <laughs> After the third one, I was done. I was ready mm -hmm. by the third. There's five. I know how many there are. And Johnny Depp isn't going to be in the next one. What? Even he was done with it? He was like, all right, bro. Even he. We're cutting it off Even here. Even Johnny Depp. And you can't, I, of course, trust Johnny Depp. Of if he's not in it, there's something wrong there, you know? There's got to be something wrong with that film. But he's, he's known also something was two, wrong. They were he both just, wrong. <laughs> he just, That's But true. he wanted to be he Jack Sparrow. Around. He just was, wanted to be Jack Sparrow so bad. He was like, look, love, it's not worth it being in these films anymore. But I'll show up anyway. <laughs> yeah, Paul McCartney has like a 30-second cameo. I had to like rewind it. I was like, why are the guys so familiar? This random pirate in a jail cell. I was like... That's fucking, fucking Paul, Paul McCartney. McCartney. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Why is he in this movie? You know, he just called someone and was just like, look, I want to be in Pirates of the Caribbean. I want to be in the movie. Put me in the movie. And they were like, absolutely, sir. Yes, we'll have a plane yeah, right no away. No problem. <laughs> That's why they made the movie. Just because he wanted to be in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. <laughs> Amazing. Insane. What's going on with your food? Right? No, nothing. Uh, your cousin's ordering me. What? Or t Texting me. Oh. Food order. Text. I'm confusing words. Sure. Words are hard sometimes. Okay. Agreed. <laughs> so I have very opposite advice of what he he said that you should do. Sure. Not completely opposite. Some of the things I definitely agree with. Getting a getting a job in music related or production or arty something related yeah. thing makes total sense. Okay. That's how you learn things. How you meet people. Right. That's great. But the thing is, there's a billion people, especially in Nashville, trying to be artists, trying to be musicians, trying to go out and sing and dance or play whatever, or whatever, yeah. whatever, a billion of them. 
And in LA, there's a billion of them. And in almost every city, there's still a lot of them. Uh, now, in almost every other city, they're usually not very good. But there's some gems, you know. Yeah. Uh, but there are some other types of spaces that haven't quite been as flooded yet. Biggest ones being things like Twitch, live streaming, right. video. Right. There are people who are doing great in music in things like that in this newer type of... Uh, <laughs> platform. <laughs> platform, yeah. right. Um, I know there's a couple guys who are big Just drummers. Just my food. <laughs> No, that's for everybody. Yeah, there's a couple guys who are like, they, all they do is drum. All their stream, their stream is just drumming. And there's so few people doing it, it's much easier to build an audience. Maybe I should start a Twitch. You should start a Twitch. Is you it should free? start a music. Yeah. It's free. Maybe I will. And I, like Floop, exactly floppy. He's one of the drummers. Um, and there's some people doing singing, some people playing piano, but there's not a lot. Yeah. And Twitch is trying to make a big push right now since they grew so large in the gaming industry mm -hmm. away yeah. from that. I know gaming is like taking over Twitch. Taking over the world. But, True. <laughs> True. Uh, but that's how Twitch started pretty much, kind of. But it's, that's what is mostly dominant. Still, 95% yeah. is going to be that. And, but now there's more and more real life stuff. Some people are just streaming them hiking or streaming whatever. Right. But the music side of it is very small right now. And there are millions. Floppy, can you look up how many millions of people watch Twitch every month? Out of curiosity, I'm gonna guess I am four to no. ten. <gasps> yeah, sure. I'm gonna say this is the part of the podcast where people find out that I'm a vegan and everybody logs off. <laughs> <laughs> and goodbye. And, yeah. and we're done. And good night. Episode over. No. Um, I was like, is this vegan friendly? I don't even know. It is. It's. it's Oh, it, no, gluten-free. It says gluten-free. Um, Sorry if I just ruined your it's life. It's made out of apples. It's made out of apples. It says no added sugar, nothing artificial. You know it's like crafted. No, no apple worms were killed in the process. No, of, none at no. all. <laughs> so, so essentially, I would say, yeah, sure, do the job thing. That's great. Build, learn, whatever. Right. But try to take advantage of a space that not as many people are trying to be involved in because it's much easier to stand out and get noticed because you could be the best musician in the whole world and never get noticed right. if you're around a bunch of others who are also really good. Mm -hmm. No, I understand that. Mm -hmm. Take advantage of the digital space. The internet. So your advice wasn't contradictory to mine. It was just an addition. Yeah, yeah. Well, also I said, but don't move to LA. Zero percent. LA. I said, no, go visit. Yeah. You, you said she might like blow up in LA. I'm if like, she you does, don't, you don't even want to there. blow up in LA. Get if out of there. Blew up. You don't even move. go to that city. <gasps> I think LA is two point two million broadcast. Probably phenomenal if you're rich. Mm. <laughs> but lame. That if you're was poor. my that was my theory. It was like stay here, save up money, then move. I do I don't think I can be landlocked for this long. Like I need to go find water. Sure. Mm -hmm. So it can be that's found. That's the symbol for Now I know almost I know almost, I like I know almost nothing about Ohio. Oh. By the way. What do you want to know? Well, I was gonna say because you said in my mind Ohio's landlocked. Is it not? No, there's Lake Erie. Oh, you have a lake. There's a lake, yeah. But oh, that's what I, I mean. Any water, any lake. water at all. I know there's like <laughs> now they're a little bigger out there. You've never been to the Great Lakes. I have never been to. Oh, the they're Great huge. Lakes. It's like Lake Erie is part of the Great Lakes, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Floppy says 15 million monthly viewers right now on Twitch. Wow, it's a lot. And there's like <clears throat> 15 musicians who are like killing it. You know what I mean? All right, fine. Starting. <laughs> Taryn on Twitch. Mm -hmm. That's what... That, that's be, that might not even be taken. <laughs> Welcome to Taryn on Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> I actually want to know how many people Don't you know Taren there's like seven other Terrans there too? They all I'm going to search right now because I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Yeah. And I don't see one. I see people with like similar things that's coming okay. up. Okay. Okay. But I don't see Twar a Taryn. Oh, wait. Twarina? Unless I'm on the wrong channel. Unless, uh, was, oh, never mind. Those are people who just live now. Oh. Yeah, there's a Taryn channel. All right. There there's are, only one, though. There right? are 99 channels that have come up that are related. So, like, pretty close. Well, I'm different. So you got Taryn, you got Taryn Reed. <laughs> but just because they have a channel doesn't mean they're doing anything. Right. You know? You can be yeah. Taryn Music. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Or Taryn on Twitch. I'm still into that one. We'll, we'll sleep on it. Mm -hmm. I'll figure it out. Maybe I'll start it. But the other thing is I don't really have, like, where'd you get these two? Cameras? Cameras? Yeah. The internet. Yeah, Amazon. Where you get They're, like, super cheap. Really cheap? I think you can get that one for, like, 20 bucks probably oh. used. Like, it's nothing. Easy. It's Yeah. Perfect. I'll start a Twitch. Heck yeah. <laughs> See that? Recruiting people every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which she is well, that's one of the reasons why I had the idea to originally do the podcast. Yeah. Was I was just like, nobody's doing this, and that sounds cool. Yeah, of course. So, anyway, it's just another, another separate, different option rather than the more traditional route. Mm. So, based on our advice, what are you doing after you graduate? Yeah, you have to pick now. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, I, I, when I decided to go ahead and start this career of me being artist... I also decided to map out like a five-year plan, just write everything down that I was thinking. And obviously it's going to take more than five years to, like mm -hmm. I ended up, it was the end of the five years and I was like touring in Europe. Obviously that's not going to happen in five years, but at least it could, gave could me, happen. <laughs> well, it gave me some kind of like, here are the goals that you need to set. Yeah. Take your own time to do it, but make sure that you're hitting all of these along the way. So the plan right now is I have a single coming out at the end of the month. You have what? A single, my first single. Oh, heck yeah. I'll play it later. Um, I could yeah. probably like play the track. I don't know if you can do that. On and we can, somehow. but much rather hear it live. Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll do it live. Um, so that's that's the first step. That's the first thing that I have out at all. Like I hadn't, I've released anything by myself. Besides one Christmas song. That's true. Besides, <laughs> that's actually technically not on my Spotify page because it's under Taryn Antrobus. But that's okay. It's still we'll figure it out. We'll fix it. It'll work. People will find it in <laughs> yeah. the future yeah. when they like exactly. learn your real last name. <laughs> <laughs> no one will know for yeah. until only then. the true fans. Which why wasn't she on here for the Christmas episode? I wasn't wow. in town. She wasn't in town. Yeah, okay. yeah she was invited. Yeah, All right. she, I was. Make, I remember. Sure. I was sure sad that I could come. He did invite <laughs> me. I was in a big group chat. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> We're very big. So the plan would be. Get that song out. When that song comes out, there's a whole kind of marketing push on my own end to send it to different radios in the area or like independent radio stations that still have a following but don't get people like walking in their door giving them a hard copy CD and just a letter about <laughs> myself. Like that's what I want to do. I want to go to their front door and say, hi, this is me. This is my music. If you like it, play it. If you don't, it's fine. Yeah. But instead of just an email that's going to get lost within all of the other emails mm -hmm. you get, physical so that's the first I like that idea approach. i wonder how many people are doing that i'm not sure but like, we're gonna find yeah. out <laughs> if you look at like movies everybody's doing it but yeah. those are old yeah like, nobody's yeah, doing yeah. that anymore right no one's going I feel in like there the music industry always jumps ahead first hmm. you know like the music industry was like yeah let's just start emailing stuff now hmm. the film industry i don't know if it's there yet or not i don't Can know i'm working it but so that's the plan really push that single and then i already have started recording um the next like project um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a, just an LP or an EP or something small, but it's not going to come out until probably end of the summer. Um, but I have, I've started recording those tracks already. So I have a lot of time that I think that's the biggest thing for me is I just need a lot of time to make tracks perfect. So the process is mm. always like starting with a scratch, building the song, 
and this whole the whole single was done electronically on Studio One. My producer's name is Joey Bertram. He's a very talented young man. We'll have um, to have him come on the show. Yeah, I know yeah. you should. He's a wizard in Studio One. He knows that whole program back and forth. <clears throat> so he, that process of the first single was like probably all, over two months to get like a really finalized product and even after he sent me the the master that we had i Mm -hmm. went back in like a week later and i was like let's just change this one thing that i can't get off my brain Mm -hmm. and that's one of the disadvantages of being the artist and wanting to be that involved in the production because i like that was i think that was a a really important factor of being an artist was spending that time in the studio oh that is sad look at that (laughs) <laughs> made him do. No, I, I said I'm good. <laughs> he didn't just steal it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, be, yeah, I, I, I wanted to be really, really involved in the production process and make sure that I was hearing all the drum sounds that we were going through and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it was a very involved process. But since getting that single finished, everything has kind of gone a lot smoother, and we have learned how to communicate with each other. And now we're like in, in sync more minds. Um, so it's exciting because every time we do a new project now, I'm like, this ha- is great bones and I can't wait to expand on that. And so I, and I also, none of this is like, the biggest thing I wanted was n- nothing is, you don't have to pay for my music. Like if you want the file, I'll email you the file. Mm-hmm. This is, it's going to be everywhere anyway. So, so like a friend <clears throat> in Atlanta was like, when can I buy it? Where can I buy it? And I'm like, you can buy it on iTunes, but I have your email. Like you're probably going to get it in an email anyway. <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> none. I never wanted this to be a, this isn't about money for me. It's just about, this is my purest form of expression and I have to get it out or else I'm going to mm-hmm. regret not doing it. So that's where we are now. But you know, like if you go like full time and like doing it for a living, you got to make some money though. Yes. Okay. That Just checking. Nice. I got to make sure that we're all on the same page. No, make, I definitely, I would. I think what, they cover that day one at Belmont. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely, money is definitely a, a thing at Belmont. But yeah, so plan a single and then another project and then we go from there. But shows on the side. Um, I think right now I have something lined up for May 1st as a show, but it's not confirmed. So I don't want to. I'm sure. not exactly sure, but I'm pretty sure. I have it confirmed. I think they have it confirmed. We're confirming, you know. We're in, in the confirming, confirming process. process. <laughs> TBD. Well, where can, where can people follow you? Um, Everywhere. It's yeah. Taryn underscore mm-hmm. Floppy, can you go ahead and post the links for me? Floppy's also my moderator. Oh, cool. I sent him all your links earlier. Oh, very cool. So I'll post them in the chat for you. Um, Assuming he's paying attention right now. Right. Well, yes. Everything is Taryn underscore A-N-T-R-O. Um. I tried to do it a bunch of different ways, but Instagram is stubborn. Mm. And someone has Taryn already. Doesn't that suck? It does suck. It does suck, but... Thanks, Bobby. That's okay. Um, So, yeah, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I do technically have a Spotify account, but there's no music there. So we're waiting until the single to kind of say, like, hey, here's the account. Go follow it if you want. Mm. Um, and then I don't have a website yet because I think it's unnecessary at this point <laughs> right now okay. to pay for one. But eventually we will get there. And after that, I think it's just I want to play anywhere and everywhere and go up the east and just drive and like just just drive and do coffee shop shows like across the U.S. I think that's a I want to save up and do that. Just do like a big tour of the U.S. We'll figure it out. And then I would love to open up for anybody at all. 
Literally anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, now, who, we, I was like, who, do we have somebody to up for right this know, second? Do we know anybody? <laughs> yeah, do we know any musicians? <laughs> we could probably call somebody right now. Right this second. Have we them come be, on the, sh- be, come be on the show. Yeah, Roger and, and then you would have show. had opened for them because you played earlier. Tec- right, you know what I mean? exactly, yeah. <laughs> and that counts. I'm fine with that. That totally counts. Yeah, yeah. it's an easy count. Yeah, count. we can call anybody. Jordy obviously won't answer the phone. No, he apparently doesn't. I hope one day Jordy goes back and just hears all these episodes. <laughs> He's not good. You know how many hours that is? It's a lot. <laughs> Find the little well, Easter eggs. We're, close, we're nearby uh, 100 hours probably. So, send him like timestamps. But he, he comes on the episode first, and then he enjoys himself, listens back to his episode, mm. thinks that's great. Then he's on the road all the time, so he probably has time to listen to podcasts. Right, just right. listen to it on the radio. Driving. So then he's like, oh, that was fun. Oh, Taryn, she's cool. And then he goes back and listens, and he's like, oh, my God. They're, this episode's they're actually about, about me. <laughs> but he hears me talking about him. Oh, So then he and goes so to past happens, episodes. He's like, you're a time traveler. How did you know this exact thing was going to happen in this way? You know what I mean? I lost track of you, but sure. yeah, go for it. <laughs> time travel. <laughs> you might be grabbing me another cider. I just don't think I'm on your level yet. <laughs> time travel is a very... It's the next level of drinking. Level. Sure, it takes more. We have plenty more ciders if you want more ciders. I, I have a friend, bye. and I won't mention him by we name on, on the episode. But uh, we'll call him Tanner. We'll call him Tanner. He uh, that was actually a nickname I had in high school for a short period. What? Just by one person, but one person called me Tanner. That changes everything. Oh my god! <laughs> Jerry has a little Tanner thing. <laughs> it's true. Maybe oh, you could no. be at Tanner. <laughs> no. Oh God. So here's the deal with Tanner. Okay. <laughs> not, I don't not, like it already. Not a specific person. Just the the generalities that are Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> Floppy says don't say it. <laughs> the, no. Uh, when you think of in your mind a dude named Tanner, like imagine that guy. I know a guy. Don't imagine that guy. Okay, okay. Because otherwise, I'm just gonna make fun of that guy, okay. and we don't. I don't want to make fun of That's that guy. That's okay. I mean, unless he's a dick, in which case, yeah, screw him. <laughs> but because let's be real, most people named Tanner are dicks. Yeah. Right? They're I think bros. So. They wear their hats to the side mm-hmm. and up. Mm-hmm. They, you know, like their 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 parents are paying for all their shit, and they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They're probably blonde. He's a brunette, but okay. Okay, yeah, we'll allow I can, it. We'll I see Tanner's as a brunette. Yeah. Really, I see Tanner as like a blonde man. Tanner is just like the. When I hear the name Tanner, I just think it's like the epitome of like that fucking guy. You know what I mean? Look at that fucking, fucking guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> it just bugs me the most. That's it's mm. my least favorite of the names. I I mean followed by I mean there's a whole class of that name, you know, the, your Chads, your Skylers, your your Tristans, Kyle. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle I'm okay. I think I've met too many okay Kyles that it's hard for me to really get on board and not liking Kyles. Supposed to be like Kyle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brad. Ooh, Brad. Brad, Chad. <laughs> Anything that rhymes with Chad. <laughs> Thad. Oh, we Thad. have a Thad. Don't we have a Thad, Thad to watch the show? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, He's cool. grounded. He's not here right now. <laughs> he, he told me he can't be around for a little bit because he's grounded. Is he grounded? Because for he got watch? a B plus in a class. His parents grounded him. Oh, wow. Um, D's get degrees. Let me say it again. I've always heard of C's get degrees. Have they downgraded? D's get oh, yeah. degrees. Yeah, you pass with a D. Yeah. Co used to say D gets D stands for diploma. Mm. Yeah. That works too. <laughs> so. Anything to get the degree. 
Now, to be fair, he didn't graduate from college, but. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten any D's, in case anyone's wondering. I haven't gotten to that point yet. Did Are your parents watching right now? Probably not, but. <laughs> <laughs> but they just will in eventually, case. and I'm yeah. definitely going to get a phone call grounded. about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we heard God. you got D's. I don't know if you know how much Belmont costs, but <laughs> you're going to find out. D's might get degrees. $1,240 a credit. <laughs> what? Yeah. $1,240 credit. Ah, I see. Until, until next fall, then it's $1,280. Really? In case you didn't know, it's going up. I didn't know that. 17000 a semester. <laughs> again, it's going up again? Every year. Every... Well, I'm getting out. You only got one more year, I right? Got, I have one semester. I graduate in December. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, get out of there. Oh, I'm trying. Graduate. I've they're been keep trying. Raising it I thought you. I was going to graduate this summer. They told me mm. I was going to graduate this summer, and then I... Went to my advising appointment, and oh. he pulled up 12 credits out of nowhere that um, oh. we didn't mm-hmm. talk about. I've had nightmares, and I mean, rec- like, I I graduated seven years ago. I've had nightmares, even this year, <gasps> where, like, I'm still in school, and I <laughs> thought I was about to graduate, but it turns out I don't get to graduate with my class because there's these credits that <laughs> yep. I didn't take. There are always those. Oh, my gosh. There always is. It happens so much. That just reminded me. I have this recurring nightmare that you, you never know, really graduated. You, you always, you, yeah, no. <laughs> you you forget your you for, whoops hit the mic. You forget your dreams a lot. You know, I I do. I know you say you don't even like dream at I, all. I never remember my dreams. I dream, but I just I forget them. But I just reminded myself like I have a very recurring dream that I am not going to graduate. Like I don't get to graduate. Excuse me. Don't get to graduate on time because I don't. That's rough. I don't have my. It's a hard thing to wake up enough to. Enough credits, right? <laughs> now I'm like I can feel that pain, but like I constantly have to remind myself I graduated many years ago. <laughs> it's but done. I have this like feeling of like there's this class I'm failing, I'm, or I I didn't take that class. Damn it. Okay, I'll, we'll get off my dreams. I know you hate dreams. <laughs> but I do. I do hate dreams. Really? Well, here's the thing is your dreams are very interesting to you and interesting to nobody else. And when you tell a dream and you're so excited because it was like this crazy experience, and then the other person, to them, it's just something that never happened. You're just making shit up. That's pretty much, you know? And I can be like, dude, yesterday I fucking flew on a dragon, <laughs> breathe a fire on all the villagers. And you'll be like, no, you didn't. I'm like, that's right. I made that shit up. <laughs> it means nothing to anybody else except for you. Now, at the same time, you also like a lot of fiction, which well, is you, the oh, same you mean thing. A well fleshed out story can constructed over years to be amazing, <laughs> and not something your mind just made up while you were literally unconscious. <laughs> I, the reason I love dreams is because it's what your mind makes up when you're unconscious. That's People's insane minds are not to me. good. I, <laughs> that's I mean, it's mm-hmm. sometimes I have recurring. It's been recently so strange. I went to a show at Dark Matter. It's a venue in East Nashville. Very specific venue that I'd never been to before. Cool name. And the first time that I went, cool spelling too. It's like D R K M T R. Ah. Yeah. They're um, too cool for school. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I walked in there and I was like, I'm not cool enough for this. Place. <laughs> um, but I, it was my first time being there, and I was paying at the register, and I like turned my head, and there was this on stage was this female guitarist, and she had this green light on her, and immediately I was like, I had this dream. I remember this dream very vividly. And I turned to my friend and I was like, I dreamed this. And then we just like <laughs> went on about the night and it was not a big deal. But how, cr- like, I couldn't understand what was going on. Yeah. And then we just, random statement. It was very, I dreamed this. yeah. And it was very nonchalant too. Like, I was like, I had a dream about this. 
<laughs> so you want to watch the show? But I never, and I she never was like, really. Cool. Yeah, and she's like, oh, nice. But how weird? And it also could just be me thinking that my brain is playing tricks on me. But I very like as soon as I looked, I was like, I, I, this was a dream. That's so, so that's weird. why I like dreams because it's like what? See now, but that on? is at least a, a, a dream story that is interesting because it relates to real life. In, like, a real, tangible way. That's true. You know, I had this real-life experience mm -hmm. that triggered That's this true. memory really of my subconscious. Yeah. There are a lot of dreams I have where I'm just, like, flying, you know, the typical. Right. Or, like, Nobody underwater, wants to hear that. but you, you know can what I mean? breathe. I've had breathing underwater a lot. Ooh, that's cool. It's really fun. I've never but had it never either happened. of those. That's the thing. It never happened. <laughs> and I hated waking up from those because I realized it could never happen. Yeah. If I tried to breathe underwater, I would die. That's the fact. And I hate that. I mean, like a have you ever mask. had a dream... That was so bad, like, that when you woke up, you felt great because you realized it wasn't real? Yeah, probably. I don't know if but I can name it. But not a specific one you could divulge in this um, moment in No, because my dreams recently have been really good. That's nice. Like the kind that you don't want to wake up, or you wake up mm. and you're like, ah, oh, shit, and you go back to sleep really quickly. <laughs> yeah, Trying to get back like, into it quick enough. But it's they're not like subjectively good dreams. They're just adventures. Like I've had adventure dreams lately, so I'm like, oh, that's where cool. is the adventure gonna go? Yeah, <laughs> I like dreams. Yeah, it'd be funny for like the dream world for you to like come back to sleep and like you just magically reappear and right. you're like, hey guys, I'm back. Sorry. <laughs> look, where did you, know you go? I'm not no, go? No, no, no. It's 8 cool. We're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just stay a little longer. Yeah. <laughs> can figure this shit out. Welcome back, Taryn. <laughs> We're about to paint the rainbow bridge. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the rainbow bridge. <laughs> Mario Kart. My dreams are just Mario Kart. <laughs> oh, dear, yeah. I don't even know how we got here. How did we We're get here? deep down the rabbit hole. <laughs> dreams, man. <laughs> cool. Oh, man. I don't even have a method to pull it back from where we've gone. I don't know where we went. We've we gone no to some weird places before. <laughs> Dreamland, man. It's just upside down. I was going to say this about dreams. A lot of, uh, I think a lot of media can, not all, but some media comes out of dreams like books, movies, ideas people have, songs. You know, Paul sure. McCartney, ooh, mm. I'm going to tie mm. that shit back. Pointing at me Watch so aggressively. This. <laughs> Watch this method. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Paul McCartney had, I have to remember now, Let It Be came out of a dream. And he said okay. he has said that many of his songs came out of a dream. Sure, mm. or or drug induced, or stage. a number of them. Yeah, but let it be. He had a dream, and his mom, who had passed away when he was really young, came to him in his yes. dream, and he, he was, was really upset. I feel like I've heard this story, mm -hmm. but and and she's like, "Paul, you're so upset. You know, let it be." And I just woke up and I had the melody in my head. Like he has woken up with melodies in his head for his great songs. Yeah. Like what a cheat! <laughs> like, like you that's heard it amazing. here first, Paul McCartney. What a cheat from Ryan Poole. Name of the episode. <laughs> so he woke up with "Let It Be" in his head, and of course, it's like one of the greatest songs of all time. So <clears throat> he also wrote "Blackbird," and in this maybe the same interview, I heard him say um, that "Blackbird" was about the civil rights movement. Uh, John? Let it come back. I'm bringing well, wait, it Wait, I thought John Lennon wrote Blackbird. No, he did not. Paul McCartney wrote it and oh. sung it. 
Paul McCartney wrote Blackbird. Why do I have a weird and they're a liar. Sometimes they both wrote so many though. It's right. it's hard to keep it straight. It's true. He wrote it about the civil rights movement. Now, when when I heard him on the interview say this, I was a little bit like, did you really or did you come up with that later? But mm. according to Paul McCartney, he wrote about the civil rights movement and he's like, we know a bird in England's a girl. So, it's like to a black girl. That's what he said. And and so Blackbird Fly, it's like, you know, you're f- talking about freedom. them having freedom and and it's, it's he has said Blackbird <clears throat> is about the civil rights movement and it's not about a black bird, it is about a black girl experiencing this newfound freedom and waiting, cool. just waiting for this moment to arise. Yeah. Hmm. So, and now we're back to where we started, which was Blackbird. her playing Blackbird. <laughs> Damn, that was a good loop. <laughs> what All a loop. full circle. Full circle. <laughs> Just in time to play another yeah, song. I was about to say, like, it's been about it's about time to play another song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. We'll the, see where this Beatles. song takes us. <laughs> the Beatles definitely were like one of probably probably my biggest influence. I'd say, out of all of the bands and all of the people, they were the band that I always went back to. Hmm. Yeah. When I, like I started listening to them when I was really young, and then I found them again as a teenager and went through like all of their album discography by timetable. So I do that like. Once every two years, I'll just listen to the whole discography all the way through. It's a journey. That's really cool. It was fun. It was a long day, but it was worth it. A lot of it usually happens when you're driving. One day? Did you say a long day? Yeah. One day? Yeah. The whole discography in one day? Yeah, definitely. It's under 24 hours. That is nuts. That is Are nuts. You so look it up? What it, <laughs> no, I'm just changing the camera. <laughs> we'll look it up after you leave. And then judge I am you. curious Super how long leave. that is now. Yeah. That's nuts. Okay, so what is this song? This song is called Impracticalities. Okay. That's a tentative name. If anyone has a better idea. So is this the, the single that's coming out? Is no, it this one? The no, the single will okay. be last. We'll play the single last. Okay. Unless you want me to play it now, which I can do. No, you do you. You can unmute that. Yeah. So this is Impracticalities, and what's the, what's the song? Where did it come from? It came... Was it from a dream? <laughs> no, it was... I think it was... I had this written down first. That, like, that um, run. And I didn't know what to do with it. And then I also had the chorus. So I had all the chords. I just didn't know, like, what kind of theme it was going for. And I really, really liked this. So I wanted, this always happens where I find, I find specific melodies or mixes that I love so much and then I can't write to them for a really long time because I know how good I want it to be. And every mm. time I try and write it, if it's not there, I'm like, I'm not going to push it because the song is there somewhere. You just have to find the perfect, you know, you have to find the melody. So I sat with it for a while and then it just kind of came out of me. The majority of these songs happen within like 20 minutes. They'll happen really, really quickly. And then I'll go back and edit and revise if I have to. But this one is it's just about traffic, mostly. It's an interesting way to describe traffic. Um, but Like what you'll be experiencing every day if you move to L.A. That's correct. Definitely. But also, you thought every day if you live in Nashville. Right. You thought national traffic was bad. You haven't been to L.A. It's, I mean, Nash- Nashville's not that bad. Compa- like, I lived in Atlanta. I've heard Atlanta's really oh, bad. Oh, Atlanta's like the worst it's I've ever really experienced. Bad. But so when I was living in Atlanta, I learned just how to like love and appreciate the traffic for what it is because you can't change the situation you're in. 
So yeah. why not like roll down the windows in the summertime in Atlanta when it's beautiful and warm outside and super humid, but you just exist in it. I know I love humidity. It's a weird thing. That You're the only I grew one. Up in Cleveland <laughs> and it's so cold there all the time that hum- mm. humidity is like this a warm, warm blanket. Yeah. Humidity almost <laughs> made me want to go back to California. <laughs> <laughs> almost. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of just about like making the most out of it. Yeah. Um, totally tracking. And a lot of the times when I'm in my car, I listen to like my favorite songs or I make weekly playlists and I'll just play random music, but it's the time where I can sit and actually listen and not be thinking about other stuff. So you kind of like let again, heavy head thoughts or like impracticalities that are, that run around your brain all the time when you're in the car and in traffic and can't control the situation, you might as well just exist. So this is called impracticalities. I want to make sure I have the tempo right though. it away through the rain I'm trying to drown out the impracticalities constantly swarming my brain and I'm waiting for the light to change turn away turn up the volume Making a common mistake That a person's value lies beneath their Broken record cries and sweet escapes A dime a dozen so they say But I'm stuck in my car waiting for the light Because I'm stuck 
brightly as they pass you by. Oh, no. on that song I'm really excited about that's one of the ones that we recorded for the EP project in the summer but that beat behind it because mm-hmm. it's tragi- when you hear it when you hear the plucking it sounds like it's going to be a folk song and then it comes in with that like deep and that's what I loved the most about it was it to, like my favorite thing about the stuff that we're producing is that it's this weird mix between acoustic like folk singer songwriter music and beats that mm. you can now make on computers which is crazy to me but <laughs> it's it's nice to be working with Joey because he I can say something and he like immediately knows what it is or where it is or how to do it so I'll say like in my head I have this sound and I use very obscure strange like descriptors for this sound and he still gets it every time that's awesome yeah it's nice so that was beautiful. That reminded me a lot of um, Joni Mitchell. <laughs> the queen herself? The queen. I love Wait, her I Beyonce so was the queen. much. Yes, queen. Beyonce, I don't know. I the older queen. Joni I thought the world the agreed on. <laughs> she has, Joni Mitchell Beyonce's is newer queen. probably like biggest inspiration, I'd say, definitely. It reminded me a lot of the song. Um, it's a completely different melody, completely. I mean, I'm not saying it's like a ripoff. I'm just saying <clears throat> there's a similar emotional feel. And like stream of consciousness, as um, the song where the going to California song. I forget what it's called. Going to California, California is like, yeah, yeah. I just like, yeah. You'd sing it better than me. I like. I don't even remember the lyrics at the moment, but just how she's kind of like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Yeah. Could you sing it for us now? I most of her lyrics I have to like hear the first because there are so many. It Mm -hmm. took me so long to learn "Case of You." I had to listen to that song so many times, but the California one I only know it's the California I'm coming home. Like yeah, there's this whole part about a pig, right? What? Yeah, but she always she sings with this. Just it sounds like almost a conversation you're having with her, but Mm -hmm. there's still a melody behind it. There's still rhythm. There's still you know a structure there. But it's very stream of consciousness, and I have all like and, and everything I've written so far it doesn't really follow that model of like verse chorus verse bridge chorus. Uh huh. And I've I wanted that like I I don't want to restrict myself to that format because mm-hmm. it never comes out that way anyway. When I start things, it, they never end in like a a nice start to clean package. Structure. Yeah, sure. and I've I've tried. I've tried a couple verse, times. Verse, chorus, verse, yeah. chorus, verse, chorus, and it works. bridge, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. It's a song. We all know it, right? <laughs> it's literally every song. <laughs> so she yeah. definitely, that was kind of like, that was a good role model for that idea of not having to have any kind of structure and just like let your thoughts flow as freely as they can. But yeah, that one's a fun one. 
I like mixing the acoustic and the beats. It's nice. It's a nice mix. The end. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. That was Damn. awesome. No one had. That was great. We didn't have anything to say. That's true. Which is rare for us. Yeah, that is. <laughs> no, it's nice. I mean, your music's like so chill. I'm just like listening to it. I'm just like. That's what I nice. want. You know, I want eating them, like, my pizza, mm -hmm. drinking my yeah, cider, and just feeling exactly. good. I'm like, like, I don't need to drill this girl. I don't need to ask her a bunch of questions. <laughs> okay, this is fine. I'm feeling good. You know. Mm -hmm. Good. That's where I'm at. Yeah. It's the like normally we're, we're pretty aggressive. Yeah. Right. I think we're pretty aggressive. Where did you get that top? <laughs> that top? You was it on sale? That in your well, life. we usually, I mean, more, more of our Where guests are. Where did you are, get that top? More of our top? guests are male. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, sure. So I'm having to adapt it a little. Is it, have you done a female no, before? Am I yeah, we have. No, no, no. no. We've done, had two others. two others. Two others, yeah. Well, and one of them came on twice. So depends how you want to count. So, like, that. just yeah. one? Just two episodes, same girl. N no, 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 we had Carmen Brandy mm -hmm. and Alyssa JC, and then Carmen came back for the and Christmas Leah, special. And Leah was on the episode, Oh, yeah, too. and Leah was on the Christmas special, too. Oh. So you're, num you're a couple times. four or five, mm -hmm. depending on how you want to how you Got it, got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm honored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, way to make her feel special. Anyway. You're the first. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> you are the first. Sorry, yeah, if Leah's watching, she's like, where's your training? <clears throat> you are the first the most special and only girl that's ever been on the show. And never, never will, will be. be. We'll never let another girl on. <laughs> not because we're sexist, because, because you're so special. You're the me. best there's ever been. There's not a reason to have another. <laughs> In fact, we're this ending the, the show episode. now. We're <laughs> done. Everything's this is done. it. Podcast over forever. Yeah. And that's what I got out of um, being managed by a woman for five years. <laughs> <laughs> And I think it'll serve me well one day. It will. <laughs> Just me, it will. She's smart. I used to, I don't know. Uh, I should probably, I, I you feel should. Like, you I definitely like, should. I feel like it's something I could say. I'll edit it out later if I regret it. I mean, Leah's not going to listen to this, so that's where you're going. That's true. Leah doesn't listen, listen to, this. to these. And also, I, I don't I think she'd really be married. I'd be like, you should listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Leah, Leah would sound like we had these conversations, right? So she was my manager. So at a certain point in time, I, like we joke about this because I'm so not it's not natural to me to like think that way or talk that way so like she called me and I started making this joke where I'd be like hi you've reached Ryan if you'd like to hear how special you are press <laughs> one if you want to hear how press you're unique one. and the only one like you press two if you want to hear how you're the best and the only one who's great press three and like I just go on and on and she'd crack up because she knows, like, it's like not from my heart. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> knows, but I'm also like, harsh. I'm trying. No, 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 no. That's not to say, like, L Leah's amazing. You hear that, Leah? You're not. You hear what he just said about you? <laughs> I'm telling her tomorrow when she comes over. <laughs> no, it's just she knows, like, is this, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it on. Like, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. But at the same time, I think You're she also, great job. she appreciated the <laughs> gesture that yeah. somebody's out there, you know, trying but, uh, Everybody you know. does. You but, like, it's just not, I just don't think it's natural for guys. Just be like, you, babe, you're the only one for yeah. me. Yeah. And the that. people, right? Like, when I just said that, feel, the person who that would feel natural to is a creeper. So you just got a bunch of normal guys just trying our best. <laughs> yeah, I'm a normal, I'm literally just trying my best. <laughs> you're Nothing so else special. you can do, you know? Besides you your best? Well, I, I think there are, see, this is how I know that I'm, I think special is a or unique. I mean, 
you are who you are. Everybody is different, but we're also all human. So we're all technically the same, like when you break mm-hmm. it down. But there are so many people where an artist that I would hear, like Jordy, the first time I heard Jordy live, I was like, that man is special. Mm-hmm. You are special. And then I just kept, like, it kept happening over and over again. William Wilde was another one where I was like, you are special. Or Stephen Day, too, seeing him mm. live. And then I was like, how are all, but how are they all special and unique? And they're, it's in the different ways, mm-hmm. but you realize at the end of the day, like, there is this just overwhelming talent here, and everybody is special in their own way. But it's like sure. so many Everybody's of Everybody's special. <laughs> but you also got to admit, there are some people who suck. <laughs> right? Yes. There's people who are the opposite hey, of special. We're all the special. Oh, no, there are some who are we're definitely all the not special. So special. Have you seen the Lego movie? No. <gasps> That's I know. Fine. I'm so oh, Is that because you're an I adult just, so you don't watch cartoons? No, I, mean, I just know. <laughs> we haven't hung out enough for like me to know, but my 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 just the small amount we've hung out, I think you would love it. And I, you love I it. I know that I would. So many people yeah. have recommended it to me. I just haven't it's not it hasn't been on my queue. I need to put it on the queue. Put it on the queue. The theme of the special is like a big this, part of the show. Is it on Netflix? I don't, I don't think know. so. Netflix is always like if it has a good movie, it's for it's about rare. one day. Yeah, Netflix you know? is a hot pile of garbage. But Prime, you got to go to Prime. You got to pay that three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Is it on totally Prime? Totally worth it. Everything's on Everything's Prime. On Prime. If you, yeah, I mean to rent. Oh, on Prime. oh, oh right, I right, have right, to. Okay, right, right. See, this is isn't this hilarious? Those kind of purchases, I'm like, mm, do I have to? Yeah. And then there's like a hydro flask, and I'm like forty nine dollars for no a customized twenty four ounce water bottle. Absolutely. <laughs> so keep my water cold forever. And I don't I'd be stupid movies. not to buy it. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually I will. I'll watch it tonight. I got nothing else to do. I mean, there's a lot of better Absolutely. movies out there. There are so many good movies. There are. But it's really good. Eh, it's okay. The The song is great. The song? There's only one song. Everything is awesome. I've yeah. heard the song. The song's great. The movie, eh. Uh, didn't they make a couple? I love it. We're different. They made Lego Batman Here's what you need well. to know. Oh. He yeah. hates animation. Mm. And I watch cartoons, as I am an adult, and not a child who right. watches cartoons. One of those like, weird things about him as a person, so... Um, I mean, Inside like Out, he I hates loved. Inside that's a cartoon. Out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it. it was okay. Like, he hates Pixar it. movies. That's all how, of them? No, That's not what all a soulless bastard he is. No. Did you no, see no, Coco? No. Yeah, we watched like Coco. Coco. We watched Coco I did not together. Like Coco. And I loved it. I thought it was okay Almost cried. And he um, walked away like, mm, that was a cartoon. Some of the most beautiful digital work that I have seen in years the whole under the whole when yeah. they do that pan from the marigolds up to the b- huge world of all the dead people, gorgeous, so sure much it is. detail. It's gorgeous, people great just story. There. I'm not so saying, heartwarming. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's a cartoon, and everything. I just can't get into cartoons. Mm. It, you, you know, need the real face. I need the real, real face. And, and yeah, now because <laughs> I'll make it because I don't feel the same way about uh, like what's the word I'm looking for? CGI stuff that's made to look real. You oh, know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm fine with CGI. Okay. I just can't watch a cartoon. I just can't do it. Ugh. Now, I will have some soft spots for movies I grew up with. Like, oh, hey, Liz, thanks for the raid. What's going on? Welcome. Um, Hi, Liz. Yeah. Uh, she lives uh, in Tennessee. Oh, does she? Mm-hmm. She should come by. Yeah. I, I, yeah. We, we, well, she's my other moderator, so I, oh, I know her well. Oh, okay. Um, and thanks for the follow. I'm not even going to try to pronounce her name. <laughs> Snoke Kit. You keep talking. Oh, okay, you no. TC work Snow on that. Kit. Yeah, you're the um, professor. I am the professor. <laughs> Go on, Professor Bird. Uh-huh. 
But like, so like, I have soft spot for movies I grew up with, right? Yeah. Like Aladdin. Okay. Toy Story. Everybody does. I have a soft yes, spot. Yes, yeah. But still, if you're like, hey, you want to go watch Aladdin? I'm like, no. Because like, <laughs> I watched like it as a, a kid. It's like a normal Tuesday night. Yeah, I don't watch Aladdin on normal Aladdin. Tuesday. You know what I mean? There are, t- there are, I'll go through cycles. Usually it's the winter time because it's cold mm. and there's not much else to do. But I'll go through cycles of like re-watching Disney movies. We also, we didn't have cable when we were little. So we mm-hmm. like only had VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. And it was all the Disney movies and just every like, cartoon you could imagine and sometimes I'll go through those but it's weird watching it as an adult right. it's been different lately so I feel a little mm. vi- like my childhood self is like stop re-watching these you're uh, completely you're rethinking it. the film and it's ruining the magic of it mm. so would you say those movies are for, are for people who are watching them as children then and yeah or people who have like young they're, they're young souls you know young spirits <laughs> mm-hmm. who love Disney movies until they're 85 I might watch a Disney movie when I'm 85. Who says I won't, you know? You sure? At that point, you've lost your memory anyway. You're practically a child. <laughs> like, what am I doing it's your first at 85? Time. It'll be like your first time watching Aladdin again. Um, I don't I think so, T.C. Snow. Who's this check. blue guy? <laughs> I knew a blue guy when I was in university at Oxford. And they're like, Grandma, no. You didn't you go to, to Oxford. You, you went, went to Belmont. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll just tell my grandkids lies from the beginning. Yes, I did go to Oxford, and you should too. That's There's smart. your goal. That's smart. Just lie to kids. Give them unrealistic expectations. They for won't life. believe anything. I would have believed anything when I was a kid. I still am a very gullible person. No, you're not. I mean, you might be. I don't know. We don't I really am. know. I, I was really trying to am. convince you that you weren't. Oh. I was going to see if you were that gullible. Well, I was like, okay. <laughs> You're like, okay. I'm not? Okay. Um, sure. I'm not, I'm not gullible. You said so. It's just a lot. Like, I, once, this is funny, I went over to get the, I was getting the Wi-Fi password, basically, and the guy next to me already knew the Wi-Fi password, but didn't, I didn't know it, and he knew that, so he goes, oh, it's. It's three dog Tika. You know, it's like that's that's the universal. If you want to get into any Wi-Fi at all, like that's what it is. And I tried it and it worked. And I was like, <laughs> oh, how man, did I what a not great lie. Know that was a great lie. That it was. Oh, man, I got to use like, that. That kid what? had some foresight. Yeah. He, yeah. He's he playing the long game with his jokes. Yeah, and I believe it. a thousand it. bits, TC Snowkit. TC Snowkit, thanks for the bits. <laughs> Just so what are, what are bits? It's like a Twitch currency. They use oh. to tip streamers when you're yeah, like enjoying Bitcoin. it. Yeah, Oh. Yeah. Yeah, not Twitch like coin. I mean, it's fake money. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's real money. You have to purchase the bits and then you use them. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. Not like Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin's that, a whole other thing. Not like right. Bitcoin in that a thousand Bitcoin would like, we'll stop working forever now. <laughs> Depending <laughs> on the month. Got it. Depend, got right. It. Or we're still poor. Depending yeah. on the month. <laughs> Depends. I think we'll all be poor. Forever? Forever? I don't know. That's really I exciting hope. to think about. <laughs> Maybe. Wow, thank you. How delightful. <laughs> well, I don't believe that because I'm not gullible. That's right. Not gullible. <laughs> so, Here on three dog Tika? Three dog Tika. That was their Wi-Fi password. Did you? And it's so specific, too. 
And I still mm-hmm. was like, yep, universal Wi-Fi password. It's got to be. I be- I fully believed him. Now, when did you learn that was a lie? When I tried it on the Wi-Fi, other Wi-Fis that were available. <laughs> Why is this working? Like, no, I was the like, hell okay, like- cool, I'll do the next one too. And I tried it and it didn't work. And I was like, your fucking method doesn't work, man. Come on. Did you complain to your friends about it? You're like, I did. Three darn yeah. Tika doesn't work here. Like, What's going what? on? <laughs> I did use it when I was younger though. When I first, I had an iPod. I had a flip phone for a very long time before the iPhone. So the iPod would only work with Wi-Fi. You look know, young lady. I know, I know. You're just trying to age. How young you are. I, I like... had a brick phone that was not even a flippable. You had a brick phone? Flip was the future. Did you really have a brick I phone? I mean, now your, your you might be in different distinctions. I I didn't have a brick. I'm not talking a Zach Morris phone. I didn't have a Zach Morris phone. I'm talking Morris like a phone. Nokia. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had like I had like a, like a I had like what what today would be called a burner. I yes. had as my first cell phone <laughs> well, that, was that I too, purchased so. with my own money when I turned sixteen and had my own business. I purchased my own phone as well when I turned eighteen. Okay, funny and, funny enough, Flip I was though. literally I on, the, extra money. on the way to work today. Not cheap ass. Was literally thinking, when I have kids, am I going to get them a cell phone? Because no. I feel like not. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't want them to have cell phones till they like are. N- you know, 16, 17. Yeah, I don't want, if if I have kids, I don't want them to have phones until I had one, which was 16. My so. kids will be born with You can suffer. <laughs> because of your wife? No, because I want my kids to be so dialed in with whatever the most current technology is that they are not left behind. I'll it, let them be dialed in. I just don't want them to be dialed in all the time. I want to be plugged into the Matrix, man. Let like, me, let me, let me postulate. You know, have you heard of that movie? I know you don't I know believe it came out around right? the time you were born. <laughs> I know you I don't do believe know this. The Matrix, From, yes. Just checking. I, I know. I know you don't believe this because, first off, you already believe. I'm just going to go for the heart of the matter here. Okay. You already think kids today don't know how to use computers because they're so on their phone. Not, they don't well, have not to. just that. Well, yeah, yeah. Like when I meet with kids at work, kids. Uh, it's weird to say because I might meet with you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You may call Young us students. Adults. Students. <laughs> <laughs> But when I meet with them and, and like they don't own a computer, that bugs me. So many so many students don't own a computer. They do everything on their phone. Huh. And except like maybe they have a laptop type essays, but they don't use it except for that. Like and like a desktop computer is like such a foreign I thing. I prefer a desktop. Me too. It's so much better. Um, but like I feel like people these days of any age, students. Folks. Folks, <laughs> the general like folk. they're losing the connection of how technology works, Agreed. which is what like we grew up with computers. Like the internet didn't exist when I was a kid. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so we grew up like learning how that shit works and like grow. Mm-hmm. I I tore apart computers in like sixth grade that like the school's throwing away because I thought that was so cool. Yeah. Well, I think nowadays computers- they just buy a phone and they're just like it works because magic. You know? There's no understanding. I think we were lucky the computers were hard because you had to like you wanted you to do to it, but you had to learn to troubleshoot. And I was like downloading games that, illegally like, for like me. like four day downloads to try to get like some yeah. shitty game from some ghetto like sketchy website. Mm-hmm. Like I had to figure out how to do these things. Now everything's so easy now. But also you had to learn to like off of besides illegal downloads, which was important. I, mean, important I, I part did of a lot culture. of illegal downloading. But also I downloaded so many things. <clears throat> but completely also just legal. like. Learning how to, learning how to like, my computer's not working, but I want to do? do it, so I got to yeah, fix it. right. Because none of the adults know. No, so this And they was, can't help you. This was what I had to, in production, that was the biggest thing that I learned was troubleshooting. 
And right. it's troubleshooting under pressure, too, because there's a light off and the next set starts in 15 minutes and you have to fix the light or else, you know, like yeah. something's going wrong. We have to fix it right now. And that happens a lot in LED because it's so much data because each panel, each pixel is a piece of data. And mm. when there are hundreds of them up on one wall and they're all supposed to be talking to each other, a lot of shit goes down. And we always, I mean, you put in redundant, like you try and take precautions, mm -hmm. but that's what I mostly learned from production was like Were you about to say to you put in redundancies then dumbed it down for us? <laughs> what is Redundancy, that? yeah. I didn't want I like to. That's all we're going. <laughs> Just trying to like cover your ass, you know? <laughs> it sounded very um, matrixy. <laughs> what putting not matrixy that was dumb uh it was just very techy to say redundancies sure. mm -hmm. i didn't want to sound i was like how you techy. stopped and like dumbed it down yeah, for us i'm very techy Read mm, all the i covered my shit yo <laughs> i'm I cool not a nerd. <laughs> yeah. i'm a huge nerd i'm a massive i processing was like i dove into process after doing that festival with the mm. robotic arm P3 was like my favorite app. And the day for night, one of their merch shirts was code. And if you typed in the code, their logo would come up. And you could like mess around. That's with a the really logo. cool. Isn't that incredible? That's a really cool idea. Whoever thought of that, such a genius. Even though technically it wasn't the correct logo, like one thing was wrong in the code. But if you change <laughs> the one thing, then it's fine. Well, you know, yeah. nobody's actually doing it except for no, like you. Right, so. exactly. <laughs> no, one's perf no one's a perfect genius. But it was, it's like, I the tech side of production. I, I am so interested in all of that and programming mm. lights and just the way that data flows and data mapping and it's crazy how much you can do with just mm. some copper wire. Like I was making Cat5. I had no idea what really? Cat5 was. And then every day I was making like hundreds of feet of it. <laughs> it's, still it's still spinning. I love <laughs> Whoa, are we in Inception? <laughs> oh my God. Um, <laughs> someone put the spinning top on. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Flop, uh, Floppy says phones are pretty much a necessity nowadays. Not having a phone as a kid is a huge, horrible social crutch. I actually think the opposite. So now they are a necessity at a certain age, uh, to a certain extent. I also sometimes I think mean, I'll about. I'll get them a flip phone. If I'll tell they you really this. Need it. Oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah. A few years yeah, it ago, is. They can I live went. With it. I went without a phone for about a month, and it made me feel so much more relaxed Man. as a person. It was like four years ago. Oh. Yeah. You were in Nashville and I was still in San Diego. Correct. Gotcha. I had that's this, I I had this month where month-ish where I didn't have a phone. And um during that time I took a road trip out in uh, East Tennessee, like to the Smoky Mountains, and I did it without a without a phone. So I got there without a phone and I rented a place without a phone and I hung out and had a vacation without a phone. And it was really amazing. Incredible, yeah. Yeah. Relied on my iPod for music. Anyway. There's a lot of stuff that, I mean, there are a lot of things in phones that, I don't know, specifically social media. I feel like we haven't really, it's, what? Oh, the keys. Um, <laughs> there's such a platform, there's so much room there for like humanity and growth and social media could be used in such a beautiful way. And I think we took it and decided it's just another place where eyes go, so let's use it for that only. Mm -hmm. And now it's just this big... Why do you think that happened? Well, so I think it started with the fact that it's all free. Because So, for example, Kim Kardashian makes $700,000 on a tweet. And Twitter sees none of that money. Right? Well, the surprise is so low at this well, point. Well, that's a tweet. An mm -hmm. Instagram post is probably different. Mm -hmm. But... I am not surprised. I mean, that's... $700,000. Do you know what kind of... I could do so much with $700,000. Oof. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, no, she makes a lot of money. But the basic point is Twitter doesn't get any of that money. So instead, of course, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook are selling our information to advertisers because that's how they make money. And we've completely, like, overall, I don't think it should be a place where ad ads go. I think the mix between the two has caused a lot of turmoil. Sp- specifically in, like, the music industry, there are so many people that just pay for sponsored ads or do targeted ads to a specific market, and that's great, but... That's not what Facebook was originally for. That's not what Instagram was originally for. It's just what we as capitalists decided to, you know. So I think there's a fine line. And I've met so many people through Instagram. I met a photographer very randomly through Instagram and ended up doing a shoot with her like two days later. That's why I love those social media platforms. But in the cases where it's just like you go off it for a month and suddenly you're a completely different person because you just (laughs) don't have that influence of like there are so many people doing so many things and oh I'm not gosh, doing anything yeah. right now except looking at what they're doing. And then your whole, like, it just breaks people down so quickly. You get lost in it. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's totally all, and that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. I think that the, the one of the reasons it may have come about, now, now, to be clear, I don't, I hate social media. I can't stand it. I, mm. It is a struggle for me to post one thing. I'm like, why? What is the point? Yeah. But um, I'm not on my phone all day. I'm very far from it. I don't answer my phone ever. Almost ever. I almost don't even answer text. If you leave me a voicemail, I'm not going to listen to it. Uh, but if you don't leave me a voicemail, I'm not going to call you back because it wasn't important enough for a voicemail. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's my theory, too. <laughs> if right. they don't leave a voicemail, I'm not calling them yeah. back. <laughs> but if they leave me a voicemail, I'm not going to listen to it or call you back. So oh, okay. there's I that. that. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I, I've grown Seems up. Seems like a one-way ticket to isolation. <laughs> It's, yeah, but he might it's be really hard to be human. isolated. Maybe so. um, <laughs> You're but, trying so hard. But I, I, felt like, I feel like I really grew up in internet culture, mm. which is different than real world, world culture. And social media has become kind of like the vulgality and like wild west of internet culture, but from regular real world people. Mm. And so there's like just no rules and they can just do whatever they want. And they kind of feed in because the internet is just a terrible place. It's just a nightmare. Like it's just terrible. <laughs> it is, but that's what's great about it. Everybody who hears There's these so words much. will do it through the internet. Yeah, <laughs> but when you take real world celebrities or you know and put them and say, "Here's this place where there's no rules," mm-hmm. but you don't understand how this culture works, really. Mm-hmm. That's I think why the tragedy of social media kind of came out of. Is because they're they're in a world where they just think there's no rules, and right. really there is a culture. And when you think about it, social media is just eyes. You're just fighting for attention, mm-hmm. and people post hundreds of. Th- I mean, it's just like Spotify. Spotify is. Inc- I love the app. I think they're making some interesting decisions as of late. But in general, <laughs> I love Spotify. All my playlists are in a specific place. Like I love how much I found through that app. But at the same time tens of thousands of people upload new music every Friday. Mm-hmm. It's just a river of pennies. Like, that's what this industry has come to. My creative technical professor told me, that's the one course at Belmont that I think I learned a lot from was creative mm. technology, mm-hmm. which wasn't even really about anything specific. It was just about compu- technology and what it means to a creative and how you gain mm. awareness and then a specific audience and fans and how fan engagement affects a person and that class taught me so much about the way that people should market themselves on social media, but it also, uh, like, 
made me like so much of school has made me lose hope for all like all forms <laughs> of how people are making money through music because it's such a fight and some of it is so fake. Mm. Like I've had at least ten accounts message me, request message me about like buying followers. Oh yeah. Wow. I had one yeah. last night. That's crazy. Happens all the time. So then you look at these accounts with like twenty five thousand followers and three hundred likes on their photos and there's no you don't even know what's real anymore. Yeah. So it's hard. Mm. So uh oh shoot, what was I thinking on this note? Uh I'll say this. Here's a very <clears throat> this is one of my I feel very iconoclastic in Nashville sometimes. So here's one of my iconoclast thoughts. <laughs> one is, so to illustrate this, sometimes on my Instagram pops up this sponsored ad that says like something to the effect of like it's not – there's no reason or it's meaningless to make music if no one's going to hear it. So here, buy our product that helps us to make sure everyone in the world will hear sure. music. You know what I mean? They're advertising yeah. that product. Right. But like – that the message or the idea, and I feel like, to me, I'll say this, I, I fully believe what I'm about to say. One of the biggest bummers to me in this city, and it probably happens all over the whole country, it's not just Nashville, like, right. but I think in music industry cities, it's gonna be more concentrated. My biggest bummer is how many artists I encounter that seem to me to be more concerned with the success of their project how many people will hear it? How many people will see it? Then the actual, the actual product. product itself. I can't tell you how many people I've worked with that were much more interested in it being successful than like what I experienced and how much they actually cared to try to make it good when we were working together. Like they mm -hmm. just let me do my thing. They're fine. And they didn't, they weren't involved. And they were, they care more about being successful or like getting attention, getting eyes, getting ears. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just attention whores. Like, and some of them are people I care about, you know, but like, that what like the, what's driving them? I'm not going to say. <laughs> and it's many people, right? But it's just like, a lot of people are like more, seem to be more caught up in just trying to get that attention or that validation from their art than they are in making great art. And yeah. they could be any range of talent and have that thing. But um, I think, so my iconoclastic thought is this. I think it's valuable for you to make a song even if 100,000 million billion people never hear it. Right. And so when you say that like the music industry is a stream of pennies and like that – so that's the negative way to look at it, right? Um, and it, there's some real truth to that because like a billion people are going to upload their song on Friday. But that only matters if what's most important to you is that everyone knows who you are and everyone hears your song and it has X amount of plays. Mm. And if you don't care about that – and I think that's a good thing to like to want, right? Because with that attention comes a lot of perks. So it's nice. And money and maybe. <laughs> but what I money. maybe. Yeah, <laughs> no, hopefully. But what I what I tell a lot everybody, and I don't know if anybody listens, but what I tell everybody I'll is listen. like this is me listening actively right oh, now. Oh, thank wow. you. Wow, this is great. What I like to tell people, this and this is just my opinion, but I think that you can be the best version of yourself as an artist, whatever that is. You have like, there's a range. I think there's a range that everybody can live within, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can go to different different sides of your range, but you have a range. There's a radius in which you exist. Okay, your voice can only do so many things well. Yeah. Your talent, your skill, 
your perspective on life. You can only do so many things well, and you can live anywhere in that range you want, but you have your range. And I think that there is a best version of you that you can do, you as an artist, you as your music, to the best, and in a way that's unique to you because nobody else has your kind of voice with your kind of musical background, with your influences, and is from Cleveland and has your kind of parent. You know what I mean? Like, on a certain level, you can do you. Are you saying that you're the most unique You're the most special, special, unique person in the whole wide world. You are the best of, and we will never again have, yeah. And I say this to, 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 to a lot of artists that I talk to, like, there's something that you do that you can maximize and it will be the best possible version of you, right? Like, and, and maybe even then, so to be less binary about it, I suppose, like maybe there's 10 best possible versions of you. Who knows? You, everyone has a different range. But mm-hmm. like, but let's just say like you can maximize what you can do and make it amazing and do the best thing of that. But you can never be like the best Joni Mitchell or the best right. Paul McCartney or the best Boney Vare or the best hippocampus or the best whoever you want to be right they're already that and you can at very best if you try to emulate somebody else's success you will be a second rate version of them like you can't be better than them at their own game Mm -hmm. you can only be the best you and the thing is the scary thing about being the best you is you can't control if everybody else will like the best you yeah you don't know if everyone's gonna want the very best you and if you don't know if the very best you is gonna get a billion plays but it's the only best anything you can become. Right. Now, you can get a million billion plays being a third, a tenth-rate Katy Perry. You might get a million billion views on accident. Like on your – you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Go viral. Because there's enough video. Katy Perry fans or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it might happen. You're, you'll never be the best Katy Perry, but you might be the tenth-rate Katy Perry and still get some views. Maybe you can cash out on that. And maybe mm-hmm. that's cool. Maybe that's what you want. Yeah. But I think there's another path, and that's being the best, being the special, being, <laughs> to quote the Lego movie, being the best version of what it is that you do. And if no one else – now, what I truly believe is I think if you're the best version of you, other people will be on board with that. Now, I can't guarantee you that you'll get a million billion plays and a million billion people will fo- find you. A million billion is a lot. Right? <laughs> it's, it sure is. You've been using that statistic a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how many people a million billion people is? Are on, are Way on, more than there's on There's a lot the of people on Snopes right now. Are there a million billion people at all? No. They, yeah. What are we at? Eight billion right now? Yeah. Yeah, somewhere around there. But. And counting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the McDonald's sign. <laughs> so, okay. So the point is. And trying trying to wrap that up, you can't. I just think like as for artists, you can't guarantee that you'll be successful. I can't guarantee you'll be successful. Nobody can. But what you can guarantee is that you can maximize your own talent and potential and what you do and put out something you're super proud of. Now, I think if you do that, there will be other people in the universe. Like if we produce an album, at the end of that, if we love it, then there are other people who will love it too. Yeah, And then the question mark is, will you find enough of those people to be your fans that you can live off that? And that's an unknown. Yeah, But I think it's valuable to create your art even if a million billion people never find it. Right. And even if 10 do, right. it was still like worth it if you enjoy making it and if you enjoy putting it out. Just so long as you don't need a million people, million billion people to make you happy, then it's good. Then right. it's okay. And, I'm not, and then it doesn't matter if there's a million billion others. That's always been a thing. I did, like... Sometimes I, I recently wrote one of the saddest songs I've ever written. 
Ever. And I've never, I, you, as an artist living in Nashville, you try so hard to be happy all the time and people want upbeat stuff and like that's what mm. you try and write. But when you're in a specific place and you can't, like, I was holding myself back from writing that really, really sad song because I didn't want to be in that really, really sad place. But after I wrote it, immediately after I was like, oh, I feel so much better. And that's why I do this. It's not, I don't care if other people like it or not or like if, one person likes it, that's enough. I, d I can play it. The way that I feel now playing it here is the same as when I'm on stage or when I'm alone in my room. You know, it's not, music isn't about everybody's liking it all the time. It's they take it as it is and use it for whatever they have to, which is why, like, sometimes I don't like talking about the meaning behind my songs because I just want other people to figure out their, own, their own meaning. meaning. Yeah. So every time that we ask you, what was that song about? I know. You're I'm like, like, can I you don't, stop that? <laughs> The saddest song I ever wrote, that's the only one where I will not tell anyone who or what it's about. Just take it how, however you want There's it. literally nothing I want to know more now, now that you've said that. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> of course I want to hear it. But I think right now where we're at, we have time for like one more song, and then we have a very important question. Yes, we do. Wait, what? Okay. A very important question. And then we're going to... But I do want to ask quickly, completely yeah. unrelated. Yeah. Because I just thought about this earlier, and I was like, huh. That was called foreshadowing. Go on. Okay. Um, <laughs> ready. I'm ready. So on... Not a serious question by any means. On uh, <laughs> this one, about that. That one, very serious. On... Um, <laughs> God, I'm scared. <laughs> good. Uh, so I, I'm a huge fan of Google Play music. Okay. I, I have Spotify, because everyone has Spotify. Yes. I think Google Play is better. Okay. I use Spotify for reasons. It doesn't matter. But Spotify does Why do have... these reasons now sound nefarious? <laughs> I use I use Spotify for doesn't reasons. Why. It, it just it integrates better with things. <laughs> what and are you a doing browser player, and Google Play doesn't have that. But um, I do like Spotify's like Discover Weekly or mm -hmm. Discover Daily playlists. They're usually really good. But did you listen to your Discover Daily playlist on April 1st? On April Fool's Day. I saw it, yeah. I fell for it, too. Me, too. And then oh I read the description. God. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't read the description. I didn't know. I was like, what is this? I was very confused. But I, I also, so like, confused. I love disco. So part of me was like, okay. It was like all the songs you like, but like a disco cover of those songs. What? So I started, like, listening to it. That? And I was like, no. what is this? Why is this being recommended to me? Isn't like, that skip. I was like, this is so, what did I listen to that prompted this skip? Eventually I was like, fuck this. Go back to my regular like playlist. <laughs> trying to make so, jokes. Dude, they That's got amazing. so good. It was ridiculous. Wow. They're yeah. smart. They get it. That was a good move. That's amazing. Yeah. I listen to my Discover weekly. I almost never do. I like it. But I day. did yesterday. And I, I was thinking to myself, Spotify must think I'm schizophrenic. Because like <laughs> so the variety the of music it's yeah. showing me. Because I had everything from... A Death Cab for Cutie um, remix that was oh like God. all disco remix. -ish. No, no. <laughs> to a Stranger oh, Things nice. string quartet cover, to a Blake Shelton song, which I think he just analyzed my profile picture for that shit. <laughs> to a what else? I mean, then there was I forget what else there was, but there was some cool stuff too. Yeah, my not that falls that stuff in a isn't similar cool, category. It's always like I always yellow tell people, car. I have so many romance. friends who are like, my Discover Weekly sucks every week. Really? A lot of friends, and my my biggest piece of advice is always listen for a whole week, starting on a Monday. Just listen to what you love for a whole week, and Spotify will figure it out. They will. You just have to. <laughs> there are so many people who go on Spotify to search. 
So they're listening to all this different kind of music all the time, so Spotify thinks that's what they want. That's how the analytic system mm. works. Same with Discover Weekly. You can go in and tell them if you like a song or don't like the song, and mm. then you can tell them whether you like the artist or not, or whether you don't like the song or not. So I always, that's the other thing, like when you get your Discover Weekly, genuinely go through it and tell it what you don't like, and the next week you're starting to sound like work now. Mm. But I love it. That's what's so mm. weird about it. Like it's 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 part of my routine now. My weekly routine is like finding a new chunk of twenty to thirty songs that I listen to for the week, and then they get shuffled into a playlist that I keep in the back, mm-hmm. just in case it's organized by season. Oh, I'm it's organized. I'm organized by mood. I only have like six really? playlists, and they start. My my first playlist is mild. Then I got me. Or no, I have chill, mild, medium, and aggressive. That's brilliant. That's my playlist, and that's it. And then I have, I think I, then I have like one other one that's just like everything from all the playlists. That I just dump everything into. Mine's very particularly categorized. Mm. They're all in folders now too. You can put things in folders. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I know. <laughs> They're making moves. Making I have, I don't know how many playlists I have, but over a hundred. Really? Have, oh, and I recently the added thing a is, is that playlist. I got Spotify. I don't, I don't mean to brag, but I will. Uh, mm. I got, I got oh. Spotify very early. Me too. And when I first got it, when did you get it? When it was, you could pick a when song and you didn't Spotify. have to pay. It was still free. When you could manually <laughs> pick a song on your phone. Like, Ooh, I don't know if I had it then. There were no ads. Do it you know was incredible. Year? It was 2014, 2014, oh, 2015. Be, oh, I beat you. I beat you. I beat you. <laughs> <laughs> that was close. That was close. That was close. <laughs> 2012. Oh, okay, okay. You know, the year the world is supposed to end. Yes. <laughs> Remember that? That was, actually, that was a decent movie. If you were watch the movie, that was yeah. pretty decent. The world didn't end. Mm-mm. Anyhow. I've always thought we should all get together and convince end? the next generation that it did, and this is the aftermath. Oh, Like, yeah. can we all as a world agree? <laughs> Just agree. Yeah, the world ended. It was a whole you different thing. You should propose it to the UN. <laughs> <laughs> this is an April Fool's joke. <laughs> That'd be great. Tease, they might go for us. that this is the aftermath. This is, Fun fact This is, is a post-apocalyptic <laughs> universe. <laughs> and use the movie as a history book, you know? <laughs> <laughs> there was a giant uh, wave that went over New York. Now we, but now it, New York you, is back and better than ever. Yeah, we rebuilt <laughs> it. It's fine. It looks the same. I know. That's because no, no, we, we did that say, on purpose. It's a hologram. Oh, it's a, oh, that's a hologram. None of it's this not real. is real. Open your eyes. It's all a simulation. Hey, Justin. Thanks for the subscription. 17 months. Subscribe to my channel. What a beast. Justin? Justin. Speaking of which, Justin's actually going to be our guest in, um, what's the date today? The in seven fifth. days. Next Friday, Justin will be on. That's the guy. Next week? Thank you, yeah, Justin. Yeah, next Friday. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, next week is the week of Justin's. Yeah, we have two Justin's next week. Two different episodes. We've never done two episodes in a week before. Wednesday, wow. we have an episode with the Justin, and Friday, an episode with the Justin. So come That's back true. next is week for the Justin week. Mm-hmm. The week of Justin. But we got this to Justin. Uh, we gotta do a song. <laughs> we gotta yeah. ask a very important okay, question. Okay. Don't be nervous, but like worry a little. And, and then we'll play the game of rock, paper, scissors to, yeah, yeah, you know, the, to as end we all do. rock, paper, as we scissors. Do. So th- is this the single? This is the single, an acoustic version of the single. Is it normally metal? <laughs> Prog rock <laughs> version? No, I normally? think it's just after you hear a song produced, playing it acoustically sometimes messes with your head. Mm-hmm. Well, luckily, so I, people have not heard it produced yet. Yeah, no. So nobody's head is being messed with. Perfect. Keep your heads on straight, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> stream of consciousness ones about life in general and how existential it can be. 
go and move on from the thoughts I'm afraid of. Hmm. You really make pressing the mute and unmute button look very dangerous. I gotta say, it's a talent. <laughs> Justin says, well done. He's digging it. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> sounds a lot better recorded. It sounded great. That oh, way, it sounds, you don't need to defend it. It, it sounds, sounds great. Yeah, it, it sounds great. great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it sounds mm-hmm. great just like this. Good to know. <laughs> so it's, it's sometimes special hard. and unique and only you and one of a kind. You're the best. And <laughs> You're the most special there's ever been. If you'd like to hear how special it is, press one. <laughs> if you want to hear how great and amazing and unique you are, press two. <laughs> Presses all the I am a, I am I I moonlight as like a call service for women. <laughs> 
you want confidence, call. <laughs> if, if you'd like to just have me listen and say, mm-hmm, from time to time, <laughs> at regular intervals, the head. plus five. <laughs> <laughs> What's this big question? I'm scared. That whole time I was just worried about the question. <laughs> no. I, well, I, I rushed it a little just because of the question. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little faster. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'll be serious, too. Now, if you had to choose... The fuck? <laughs> You've never started the question. If you have to choose. And you do. Now, the thing about this question what? is, okay. Jury, would you tell her about the question? <laughs> oh my God, you, don't, you don't know my lines? I'm just reversing it. It's <laughs> so weird. If you had to choose. And you do. And you do. I'm really intimidated. Now, the important thing about this question is it, is it can't come from here. Okay. For the podcast listeners, I'm pointing to my head. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to come from here. For the podcast listeners, he's pointing <laughs> to his heart. Chest cavity. Chest cavity. <laughs> okay. It, heart it, unproven currently. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what's alleged in there? Heart. <laughs> okay. It's pointing to his alleged heart. <laughs> okay, this has to come. This case, So, what that means, you need a quick answer. Okay. Okay. Right off your soul. Instant. Just scrape this answer right off your soul. Because don't everyone's judge. got one. Not don't, everyone knows they have one. Don't judge what your answer is. Just yeah, we'll give accept it. it. And it's okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm comfortable with that. Okay. Yeah. Don't take a long time. We tell people that and then they go, nah, nah, and I'm okay. like, you're taking too long. No, I'm going to go fast. Okay. That's important. Mm-hmm. If you had to choose. And you do. And you do. <laughs> what would you say? is your favorite kind of turtle. Snapping turtle? <laughs> All right. wow. It was quick. It was quick. That was I, quick. I felt like it was real. I felt good about yeah. that. Do you want to know why the answer? Yes. Yes. So my grandmother, her, the my nana, Naturally. she, uh, yeah, the nana, she lived in this house in this place called Twinsburg, for anyone who's from Ohio. Um, and it was basically, it wasn't, you know, when you're a kid and you take car trips and you think that these places are so much farther away from your house than they are. Like I dreamed of this house as like a mm. magical location. It's just Twinsburg. It's like 20 minutes away. <laughs> but I remember driving up to her house and it was this lake house. And in the lake, there were a bunch of snapping turtles. And I remember growing up, we would go out on the canoe. She had a canoe and we would be rowing on the lake, but you couldn't put your hands in the water because of the snapping turtles. Right. You don't want to so lose the first fingers. turtle I knew was a snapping turtle. Wow. And it like stuck in my brain so hard because multiple people in my family had been snipped by these snapping turtles that were in this lake. <laughs> They'd been snipped by a snap. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really, I'm really glad you really took it in stride. Yeah, that was don't, really impressive. Don't yeah, get snipped turtle. by a snap. Oh wow, we've got a lot of stupid answers. Like what I like what? the worst was green. Green. I don't know if that was no, that was the worst. Sorry, no, we've man. had the worst. We've had a. Oh, I don't know. Green was garbage. The, yeah, there was one person who just like refused to answer, and then was like, "That's a dumb question." Yeah, I don't remember That's who that was. That's not a dumb question. It's a I great love animal question. questions. I, just, I literally designed this thing. entire show just to ask <laughs> that question. That is literally a thing. We're that kind have, of this happened. is all a ruse. The music it doesn't matter. It's just about the turtles. That's what gave me the first idea for the show. <laughs> was this question? He's That's selling a real story. He's selling all this turtle data to Animal Planet's new app. <laughs> Next week we'll be featured on Discovery Channel. <laughs> Look, Wait, now we jury. have not snapping before. People don't answer turtle questions honestly on the internet. They have too much time to think. <laughs> I don't think I know any kind of other specific. Hmm. We get well, box turtle a lot. What's the one that's really, really big? Sea turtle. 
no, sea no, no, turtle? No. The one that they tortoise? have at zoos. Tortoise? tortoise, which is technically mm-hmm. not, a, not turtle. a turtle. But I mean, we'll accept it, you know. Oh, we've but had it. We've okay, had, we've okay. had it. We've accepted. Well, I mean, final answer: snapping turtle. Yeah. yeah well, you only get, you don't get to choose. It was your answer. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> That's just all it is. That was your it answer. Just that was the answer of your soul. And I think that comes right back to what we were talking about. It's like you can only be the best you that there is. Yeah, you can only you choose can only the turtle of the, your soul. The turtle of your soul. <laughs> and that was genuinely the first turtle that came to my mind. I want to name this episode the turtle, turtle of, of your, soul. your soul. You can't. It ruins the question. I know. No other guest has ever been prepared except for Justin probably just heard that because he's watching right now <laughs> yeah Justin I'm a couple of the backup questions now. <laughs> get a backup question. go research very but he might have we have asked yeah, every single guest good... that question mm-hmm. he but, might have a good ex- extraneous oh. like weird answer maybe now. but now he has time to think about it you know yeah I mean? I, I so we don't even know if it's his real turtle it's legit right yeah I know. Yeah, yeah, Justin. Ask him a different, different, different animal. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite bird? That's a wild one. There are a lot of birds. African out gray there. parrot, obviously. <laughs> a lot of birds what? out there. <laughs> it's the most talking parrot in the world. The breed that talks the most. The oh. most great. talking parrot yeah, in the, the world. The most talking parrot breed. <laughs> That's a Guinness Book World Record. Mm-hmm. That's got to be. Yeah. They, you talk the most as a parrot. Here's your award. That's right. <laughs> yeah, they're great. They're like. They're like here's my award. Here's my award. Here's my award. I talk a lot. I've almost bought one before. They're like thirteen hundred bucks though. So like, ah. you got. Uh, they're expensive. They live for like sixty years. Expensive. They're great. They're awesome. Not as expensive I want as a one. snapping turtle. It sounds like. I don't think that's true. Snapping that sounds like, gotta be cheap, right? They're everywhere. Sounds like a drunk <laughs> Amazon purchase. A parrot? Yeah. I don't think it's a live animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Liz, you're right. We do need a plot about a new backup question. Mm, we'll come <laughs> up with one. Yeah. I believe in you. Thanks. I really try. <laughs> so uh, we we typically wrap up by playing one of, like, a song from Spotify or something. Okay. But you don't have one on Spotify. No, but I have so files one. on a phone. Does that not do you any? Ooh, no, that totally does. But that works. Can you send yeah, them to a email? Just a quick email, yeah. My phone is buried away. We probably should have done right. this in advance. Yeah, but while but you're send, doing that, we, them. we got we to do a little promotion stuff anyways. Yeah. So, Which uh, is, first off, if you haven't done so yet, please make sure to go check out Taryn on all the things. Uh, Liz or Floppy. Things. Can At you guys Taryn post those links underscore for me? Antro. <gasps> what? Sorry, I just saw that Third Eye Blind... Is playing with Jimmy World. What? At the Ascend Amphitheater. Well, you like Jimmy? Are you a Jimmy World fan? Of course I am. Show extended. Go on. Yeah, hold on. We got to talk about that a little bit. It probably, well, I mean, it was in that whole era. Do you remember hip clips? Did you guys have those? Yes. Never had one. I know what they are, yeah. It's like a little cartridge or something. It was basically like a a tape player, but they they were like, they look like SD cards Mm -hmm. with. Nice little cover on him, and you would click him in what looked like a Tamagotchi, but wasn't. <laughs> and it would play with very bad audio. Uh-huh. Um, and Jimmy World was one of the hip clips that I had. Hit clips? I don't remember sounds which. Right-ish. I don't know. Was it the middle? Yeah. Probably. Guaranteed yeah, yeah, yeah. it was the middle. And I fell in love with it. And then I would like dance to it in my room, like, rebel without a cop. Like, that was my version of like rock. <laughs> right? Isn't that embarrassing? Yeah. I didn't really Jimmy know Rob. Not really. I've seen Jimmy World in concert. I didn't know about Led Zeppelin until high school. Oh, and aren't they great? You know who really doesn't appreciate Led Zeppelin? Ryan. Oh no. Right. I don't dislike them. He just doesn't appreciate. I Once just don't know all their stuff. That they stole all of their music from the Who or something. That makes zero she sense. She was deranged. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> She's a real bitch. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> 
Here, hold on. Tanya. <laughs> I just assume. Seems yeah. like so, Tanya's like the female Tanner, am I right? Uh, I could I could see it. So yeah. there are a couple things we can play. Okay. Do you want to play the single? I have the fully mastered version. Like first time ever okay. heard ever? Yeah, this would be the first time. It's yeah. Damn. If that's, you're that's into that, bold. that's cool. If not, something else is totally okay. Well, yeah, so it's up there to are you. a lot of other like there's this one that we just did a couple days ago that I'm obsessed with, but it's very rough. Mm. I mean, hey, whatever it is, is up to you. Whatever you want the people to see of you. Okay, yeah. This is or a nice little preview of, like, what produced things look like. Okay, let me see how I can do this. I'm going to email, email to it to you. Ryan. I'll pull it up. I'll pull up your email, Ryan. Yeah. Do you have my email? I I'm on your computer. I don't know. No, me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Your email's built oh, in. I'll just text it to you because science... Wait, I could text something to you. That wouldn't help, would it? Because you need it on the It would help a little bit, just but I would email it to me. What's the email? I don't have it. Your Texted. most recent email is from Domino's saying your order is on, is, uh, on its way. <laughs> In case you were curious. Domino's. Okay, here, let's do this. Um, but while that's happening, so to let you guys know what's coming up, this Wednesday we have Justin, what's his last name? What's his last name? Bill right? Tonin. Bill Tonin, who's the bass player of Three Doors Down. He'll be here on Wednesday. And then on Friday, we will have Justin Erholtz, uh, architect, musician, master of the world. Savor of all. So we're actually doing two week. music riots next week for the, the first week time. The week of ever. Justin's. The week of Justin's. So make sure Justin. you come back for that. Yeah, we can find him. A cameo, Justin. Timberlake. He'll pop in for a minute. Timberlake. Sure, he's fine. He lives here, right? I have no or he, idea. He's from Memphis. He's from Memphis. He probably doesn't So, so he could catch a ride with Justin Erholtz. <laughs> oh, yeah, Justin Erholtz also lives in Memphis. Okay, we'll get them together. They'll carpool down here. It'll be fine. Wonderful. They'll all be here for the week of Justin's. The week of Justin's. I sent it. You sent it. Okay, you sent the email. <laughs> that was an interesting way to kill for time. So next week, come back so, for the week of Justin's. And here's a new is, single. This is still, so this isn't the single. This is the one that we did like two days ago. Oh. Very, very rough mix. You'll hear like the click track in the background. Okay. Um, but it was just, I went into the studio and we've been working on these like specific couple songs for a while and I was like, I want to do something new. Let's start completely fresh. So I had these two lines written down in my notes for lyrics and just started like snapping to the beat that I wanted and started singing it and then we recorded it and we mixed on top of it. So this is all like fake drums, fake a bunch of stuff. It does not sound that great, but I you can like hear the song within it. So it's a nice little preview. Okay. Cool. So this is a raw production demo this of a, a new song. This is a straight up demo. Literally like, the file name says brand new. That is the title, yeah. That's the tentative, <laughs> t that's the working title. So we're gonna play this and say goodbye, but make sure you look up Taryn, uh -huh. at Taryn underscore Antro. Yep. Everywhere you can find her, and her new single Out. will be released soon. What's it called again? Heavy Head. Heavy Head. And it'll be out on April 26th. April 26th. That's my wedding anniversary. Really? Yeah. And also and day the day before, before your birthday. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's the week some bum married my sister. <laughs> and also um, Josh Warren is also putting out something on that same day. Hmm. He's a local singer-songwriter. And Kurt Cobain died 25 years ago. <laughs> Everything comes full circle. next week's the week of justice. <laughs> and also... Thank you for having me, though. This you're so wonderful. special. <laughs> <laughs> you two are so special. <laughs> We're all special. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
my mouth of all the little things clean it out and begin again brand new Ooh, and begin again brand new.